0: It is December 10th, 2018. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a Home Before Dark podcast.
1: A championship podcast. A championship
0: <laughs> podcast. Do you feel like we need to lower the camera a little bit? You see it right here? You can't because of the
1: curvature on the screen. You end up getting the screen in the foreground. If you want to try it, go for it. I was tinkering with it before we started. All right. Well, everybody just needs to look up, look at the camera, be people. Be, that little, be people. That little shiny part above the crest is just
0: its feel, a sight. I feel like the, uh, the camera quality is not super good tonight, but that's all right. It's okay. People. We'll do this. I actually, man. All right. Do you want me to do it? I'll show you. I want yeah. to prove it to lower you. Lower the camera. I'm going to let Kevin lower the camera and uh, tinker for once instead of me. I am Tim Herb, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, who's lowering the camera right now. And then we have a rare sighting. We have a British man in our office, in our, in our studios. Yeah, damn it.
2: What the hell? We just won the MLS Cup, and this is the shittiest opening to a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God! We exactly. need to stop. We need can we just start again, please. Exactly. This is terrible. Tim didn't
1: trust my judgment.
0: That's <laughs> all right. We got to figure out the camera angle at some point. True. <laughs> this is uh, now's
1: not the time.
0: The now, people don't want to hear about that. Now is not the time. We are champions, guys.
2: We are champions.
0: <laughs> Blowing out my eardrums, Dan.
1: All
2: right. All right. All That's right. okay. All
1: right. We, we came prepared.
2: Remember, like, Orlando oh. fans? Remember Red Bull fans? Here, yeah, I'm I not mean... going to pour that over the board. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like...
0: For those of you who are wondering, this is uh, the finest Welch's smar- sparkling non-alcoholic white grape juice cocktail. That means, w- what other juices do you guys think are in here, if it's a cocktail? I'm going to do it. Oh, it's just, it's, it's corn juice. It's high fructose corn syrup. Oh, it's not like Dragon fruit. Close your or... eyes!
3: <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> just broke a hole in my new ceiling.
1: Uh, worth it.
2: That's all right. Worth it.
0: Oh, I love it, Michael Miranda. Campiones la puta madre. I love it. Oh, boy. Feeling good. What do you have over there? You have Corbel. Corbell? Yeah. Is that the oh that's the finest. That's a brut. It's the brut. The brut. I like to
1: I like my right. I like my champagne like I like my cologne. Yeah. All
0: all brute. All brut. <laughs> all right. Gentlemen, Gentlemen. cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh, feels so it feels good. so good. Victory,
2: feels great. Victory dance. Mm. We do
1: need goggles, as Brian says, like yeah, the locker room. We
0: need the goals. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are listening to us on uh, or watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Hit the notif- notification bell icon. And then also um, hit that little thumbs up button. Give us a like. Make sure that we are getting found by everybody. We want this to be a party. And if yeah. you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure that you guys leave a rating and or a review. We will read it live on the show. We have a we couple have of those. Several, yeah.
1: several to read today. Wow.
2: I want to go ahead and get mine out of the way early. <laughs> just want to say shout out to Chris McCann. Last person ever to get a booking in the 2018 MLS season. And for not just, even touching anybody, right?
0: Was it the intent of his slide that got him the yellow? It was pretty it was, ugly. He did
2: what he needed it to do. It was pretty ugly. It was a ugly. horrible cynical <laughs> it, I, so I liked it I'm so getting bad.
0: crazy static in my ears right now. Me too. Crazy static.
1: <laughs> God almighty.
0: <laughs> All right. Maybe that'll help. Good God, Good God! Uh, we have uh, a lot of normal faces. Brittany S., yes, "Thank you for turning in uh, Brian Diefenbach, Michael Miranda, Brian, uh, my dad, Thomas Herb, Nate Corsi, and then uh, the Watching Crows has returned. Well, I guess we didn't we didn't do him dirty last time, and he like is it. tuning back in,
2: back for more. Mm.
0: And shout out to Norma, Angie's grandmother, who stayed up watched the entire game on uh, on Saturday. She's like, she's hardcore. No Shout yeah.
2: out to Norma. Like yeah. Her. yeah.
1: What's it going to take to get her and uh, the Palacios grandma together? For yes. The, the grandma's cup.
2: Oh, my God. The Abuela La Cup. Abuela
1: Cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Abuela coupe. Oh, man. Dan, it feels good to have you back in here. I am. We're not, I'm not watching the screen trying to, so trying to get excited. some cadence yeah, exactly. in there.
1: Exactly. I don't have to wait to see if you're going to respond. It's perfect. Fuck off.
2: <laughs> I am so excited to be back. it, it I mean, it takes it takes a lot for me to get here, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it took me almost an hour in the dark in the drive. Did it really? Rain. Did it well, really? Well, took me about at least forty minutes. Really? Yeah, that's a bummer. So, but um,
0: I thought I'd be closer to Dunwoody.
2: You, well, not at this time. Oh, that's because true. Of the traffic, and yeah. Everything, but you know, whatever. is it closer
0: than the old studio was at least? Uh,
2: it was about the same. It's probably about the same. Yeah, but, but I just took back roads.
0: Gotcha.
1: Except. Yeah, guys, championship! What you, a hell of a day it was. Did you
0: say you wanted to get your review out of the way already? Oh
1: God, let me at least get that one out of the way. We'll start with the bad badness. Greg, the Greg
0: Fraser, it is Championship Monday, and uh, I have no notes prepared. This is true. Home before dark fashion. I I just wanna, I just wanna tell you guys how much we love you. How awesome Saturday was.
1: I just want to enjoy the moment,
0: like how much I love Atlanta United for coming through the guest services team, getting me a handicap accessible seat for. Yeah for saturday
2: so me and kevin want to nerd ada question you about your ada experience <laughs> okay <laughs> so sure because you
0: guys have to comply with ada regulations obviously in architecture i mean we don't uh, have, and we do too and even kind it, of the worst even in software you would uh, you probably oh, no. wouldn't think about oh, it yeah no yeah yeah we have to we have to do the same at my company Oh, in right. a lot of ways yeah
2: but so how was it tim Were you, oh it was great you had a great viewing angle nothing blocked your view
0: no, the only... No obstructions for the
1: handrails or anything like that? No. Okay.
2: The only... Um- How did you use the urinal?
1: Did it have the appropriate it's- diameter around the handrail and had a full adequate inch and a half minimum separation from any wall or horizontal obstruction?
2: Oh, this podcast has gone... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, sure. No, the viewing angle was great. I, the, the sight lines, I could just not see the sidelines. So it was kind of hard to see whenever Greg Garza was making those runs to go chase those balls down. I couldn't tell if they were going out or not. But otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I'd rather see the back of the goal, which I can't see in 120. Whenever it's coming my way,
2: I just wanted to be in the building. I mean, yeah. I, I'm hoping that it's going to be the first of a plethora of MLS championships. Yeah, but you'll always remember the first one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you you would think that the way things are going, that we're poised to win another one, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Of course, no. I don't. I, I mean, I think we. Uh, have the possibility of winning another one next year though I doubt it I don't I can't see that happening yeah because I don't even know who's on the team don't even know who the coaches. N- nobody is. knows
0: who's on the team yet
1: I forget that the podcast app screwed up all the sorting so I can't even it doesn't even give me the option to sort by most recent for the re, the review that sucks it's really really frustrating
2: I want to say shout out to all the people at the meet and greet I couldn't believe all the people that I met Uh, I finally met Kevin Brown, which is insane. What a nice guy. Spoke to him for all of eight seconds. Um, Got his life story. (laughs) Uh, Dean. Dean was there. Dean. I saw Dean. Dean is a rarity to fuck. He he is. He's like, uh, what is it? Uh, A jigglypuff? Jiggalo <laughs> Puff. Yo, how do you think right. he yeah. made his way to the game <laughs> yeah, on Saturday?
1: Exactly, exactly. I saw he no, drank a lot of Faygo, which was weird. I hadn't seen that in years. Really? But yeah, he's a Jiggalo Puff.
0: That's Jugg-
1: Juggalo, Juggalo, puff. Puff. J- Juggalo Puff. Yeah, he got it.
0: <laughs> uh, Brian, who was at the meet and greet last time, was saying he uh, he wished he could have gone. One hundred one was anarchy. That's what I heard. That supporter section is one hundred one. Correct. So what I heard yeah, was it was in madness. Who who do I remember say, who do I remember seeing say that that um, they got there as soon as doors open and they couldn't get to the front row of supporters, the supporter section.
2: Really? So we had a it was plan. just a,
0: like a madhouse to get down there.
2: We had a plan. We had our spot that we'd scoped out when we were playing NYCFC here. And so because there were a bunch of us that went, only like I think we had f- four different seats in the stadium that we would all have to go to. So we scoped out a spot, it was right outside, game changer. Uh, you could see the halo board from there, you could see the field. Got there, it was all full. We had to like make our way down to this ADA, lower viewing platform. And then as soon as you got there, we were like, awesome. This is going to be great, we can see all the pitch. And then, of course, I can't believe I didn't think about this, everyone stood up and we couldn't see shit for the entire game. Of course. We couldn't even see the halo board, we had to duck down to see it. Wow. But what we did is we just went up to our seat. So thank, shout out to Matt Weineker who got me tickets.
1: Uh, uh, I think you got another shout out. You need to tack onto that.
2: I'm gonna get there. <laughs> shout out to Matt Weineker. but he got me a seat which was on the last row of the highest really? point in the stadium. Really, it was on the bleacher part. Like the, they were temporary seating. They run out of concrete and they just did steel. <laughs> and it it shook. <laughs> my, my wife got up there. And she was like, after two minutes, I can't do this. This is way too much anxiety. <laughs> it was like being in a hot air balloon. That uh, sounds amazing. <laughs> so, I especially up, if you've had a whole day of drinking, right? So she 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 went down. And she's like, I'll meet you down there. This this is not working. <laughs> so I stayed up there for like probably twenty minutes, and then met her down there before halftime. And then some friends of ours, who we happened to run into found a completely empty row of seating uh, in the end zone right opposite the supporter section. That's great. So we just all watched the uh, That's great. Watch the game from there. That's and great. shout out to Robin Sagini. I want to yeah. make sure I pronounce that name yeah. right. I have stickers for you, my love, and they are on their way. I've even got the, the envelopes already stamped. Yeah. So um, we just need to DM her for her address. Bish, bash, bosh. She was a rock star. Can't believe at the 11th hour on the 7th of December she came through with the ticket. Rock star heroine.
1: God, the meet and greet. The whole day, and, and I think that's what Tim and I were talking leading up to this about what well, little bit of talking I can do because my voice is still kind of gone from the day leading up to it. It was a wet and rainy day, and the 17 showed out in full force. I mean, the entire gulch was completely full Uh, Shout out to Faction, who happened to have a spare tent set up that nobody was occupying. And so Home Before Dark pretty much just posted up. uh, Kelly and Jay did a broadcast there, and there was an empty tent. And Kevin Brown and Andy and Bina and Matt and Dean and, I mean, everybody. We just sort of posted up inside that one little dry spot and hung out there for the rest of the day. But uh, we were talking leading up to the, uh, the show tonight about... Why it hadn't set in really, and I think a lot of it was trying to cater expectations throughout the day. It was such an emotional day leading up to the match.
2: Oh, absolutely! That
1: afterwards, it was almost just a relief that it was some sense of closure to it, regardless of the result. You know, so it's been it's been a great, great season and and a, a, a great
0: experience. My bare naked ladies thing didn't work because I had the, I had the, the microphone. That's probably for the
1: best. Did you get those reviews pulled <laughs> up? Say, say, hey, it's
0: been. I to have that like queued up. Yeah, I have the reviews up but right Brian now. Brian
2: Diefenbach, he went to the <laughs> EMLS event on Friday night, and that was hype as well. That's awesome. Did we, did um, our guy win? And I'm shockingly an on brand, don't know the guy's name, but I've seen him. I could pick him out in a crowd.
1: Uh, all right, let's see here. I just want to get to mine, and then we'll read all the other nice ones later. Yeah, we're going to
0: go ahead and read the reviews. As we said, if you leave a review on iTunes, we will read it on the show, no matter what it says.
1: All right, so I'm going to read this one. We'll read the other ones later. Uh, Worst Clemson Podcast Ever, One Star by Kyle Rollins. Congrats on being a douche, Kevin, but hey, (laughs) it's just a review. So thanks for that. Um I will take full ownership in that whenever people can't take cynical criticism about college football lightly and expect us to stay in our lane whenever the show got started by two assholes who just wanted to sit around and talk about what they wanted to talk about. So thanks for that. We appreciate the one-star review. Mostly because it got us to our goal of 150 reviews. Yes! So you've only helped better us in the long run, so thank you. And we appreciate it. We're sitting at 152 now. We broke that threshold that we had been sitting on for a couple of weeks. Hey, you guys want to offset that one review, or you want a one-star review, or you want to leave your own? Go ahead. Go post it on iTunes. Whatever it says, we will read it aloud on the show.
0: All right. We got uh, Josh Reynolds saying he still c- he still couldn't unclinch until the final whistle. It was totally any time from Me start too, to man. finish. Me too. Me because, too. Because I, I mean, if you looked at the the games prior that Portland played, I mean, coming back, I mean, they came back in at least one of the games, if not more, uh, against they came SKC. They came back in the second half against I, SKC. I, exactly. They were down, yep. away at SKC, came back, beat the best team in the West to get to the championship, and we really couldn't, we really couldn't take our foot off the gas. The one thing I will say that I'm glad we uh, Tata did at the end, which can be construed as. Taking his foot off the gas was giving Joseph and Miggy their curtain call.
1: I I, I appreciated it, and I thought it was well deserved.
0: I thought it was pretty uh, pretty classy from Tata to do that to make sure that those guys got the standing ovation Agreed. to themselves that they deserved. It was. I
1: think any uh, ovation would have been a standing ovation on Saturday because uh, uh, yeah, there yeah. wasn't a, a a person in a seat in the entire stadium.
2: I. Managed to video. I don't normally take videos during the games, I don't like to even take pictures because I just want to experience the moment because I'm that meta. But I took a video of Almiron's last few steps going off the field with the crowd going freaking nuts. Yeah. And just him, I was like, damn, that's it. That is yeah. 95% sure that is, that is Miggy's last minute that he has played for us.
1: So many standout moments for all the players around that game, off of the pitch. You talk about Miggy's last steps on the field. One of the things that stood out to me the most during the celebrations and the events that transpired after the game was the way Gressel handled himself and the way he presented the cup to the supporters. I thought that was was my favorite part, I think, of the entire celebration. That that really blew me away. I mean, I just – completely unprompted, unscripted, and for him to walk over and to do it the way he did.
2: Is that a fire alarm? Is it really?
1: God. Is it just in our headphones?
2: It's probably the Timbers fans outside your front door. You want to kill the... Are we getting ddosed?
1: <laughs> Something's ringing. Can you guys hear it? That was Dan's Great. computer having a meltdown. Oh. We thought we were all getting, or I thought we were getting swatted. <laughs> and Good God, Dan. Had gotten Tim's address and called Fuck. the SWAT team. <laughs> it was Kyle Rollins. He said that one star review wasn't enough. He said, I'm burning this bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> Dan,
0: what did you do? Did you bring just, a bomb into my just, house?
3: Just I've melt never your fucking heart in drink? my life.
0: Fuck's sake! Yeah, so they're talking in the chat. They're saying uh,
1: (laughs) there was just a lot of cussing on brand. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin started talking; just had to start censoring it.
0: (laughs) Oh dear God! Brian Diefenbach (laughs) was talking about Valeri crying, and Greg Fraser said, "Good God, the whining was killing me." He said, "The Portland, uh, the Portland Timbers whining, not Dan's computer." (laughs) Good God, Dan! That was
2: bizarre.
0: How very British of you!
1: Oh God! Oh man! <laughs> yes,
0: I was looking up at a ceiling for the fire <laughs> alarm, or for the for the smoke detector, because I don't know my new house well enough. I think one's in my my bedroom or one of the bedrooms. Is it the uh, sorry, it it's the carbon monoxide it.
1: detector? That's right. <laughs> I, I, I was
0: like, oh shit! Did I leave like the did I leave the fireplace going or something? Did you, do you to-
1: leave that hose hooked up to your exhaust that you ran into the <laughs> studio? <laughs>
0: That's really weird. I'm about to murder, suicide all of really us tonight weird. on broadcast. I really wanted to take a nap uh whenever I got into my garage l- earlier.
1: <laughs> oh god.
0: Oh dear right, so, uh, God. Jimmy uh, Vance, what's up, man? You guys uh loved I love the coverage that you guys had. We were sitting in traffic on the way home listening to 929. Um and the coverage that you guys had was was fantastic. They kept doing a like round table, they kept yeah. pulling people in and out and uh, Jimmy was on there. It was, it was good to hear your voice, Jimmy. It's been too long, man. Absolutely has. Uh, so, But yes, Gressel.
1: Yeah, the Gressel moment was surreal, and there's so many of those moments. LGP putting the baby inside the cup to take the pictures with. It was,
2: I mean, just little things like yes. that what that did, made me so you, happy. So one thing I've thought about, sometimes we talk about things, and people may not have seen it. So why don't you explain the whole Gressel thing, like how it, how it came about. So
1: everybody was on the stage after they hoisted the cup and then all the players were sort of doing the traditional kiss the cup, celebrate, take a moment with the cup and uh, it made a couple of rounds through, I think it was uh, Martinez, uh, Parker's obviously, Guzan, uh, LGP maybe and then whenever it made its round to Gressel, he immediately ran off of the platform which was at the 50 and ran all the way over to the the um, the goal line right in front of the supporters groups and supporter section rather, and just hoisted the cup up for the supporter section as if to say it's, it's, it's our cup as much as it is theirs, or at least that was the way we all took it. Gave me goosebumps. It, it was, man. it was incredible. It,
2: it was such an awesome moment. Yeah.
0: I keep muting my mic just because I'm fiddling. I was eating Hershey's Kisses. I needed them low on energy. Um, and you judge me for eating in the mic. Yep. Yeah. well, I'm, I'm doing the exact... Yes, I judge you for eating in the mic because I mute my mic whenever I eat into it. I'm not going to subject you to something. Remember
2: that short corner you did and you were just eating like a bag of chips? The whole the, time. I was like, God damn it. fourth, no, everything he, he, was eating. Terrible.
0: He was eating a ripping chicken meal for, from, for from for Popeye's. Worth everything Oh, I'm of just
2: going to eat. Well, you guys
0: <laughs> can get, get
1: over it. guys, you know what to expect now. Give me another one-star <laughs> <laughs> review. This is That's your favorite right. clips and podcast. <laughs> 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 My favorite thing is when Deshaun scored the winning goal in the MLS Cup. Welcome to
0: Claws Out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My voice, I can't do that. Then,
0: 23 guys, one cup. That's all uh, I got to say. Uh, yes.
2: Nice, <laughs> nice.
0: No, it was a lot more guys than that. It was, it was good to see some of those young guys out there, too. Uh, talk about it now or later, the noticeable absence.
2: Uh, let's talk about it later. Later, okay. for sure. I mean, I want to point out Andy Watkins in the trap lgp rolling onto the stage like was pulling off yeah a run-in yeah hey, that was that's probably the best gift that has come out of i wish he just threw a chair onto it
1: threw a chair into
2: the ring and <laughs> rolled under the ropes i like he was he was so smooth and then he kinda like almost slipped. It. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, he almost yeah. his studs
0: almost caused him to break his
2: face. <laughs> yeah. That Uncle was Arthur, great though. Uncle
1: Arthur getting the champagne shower was great seeing that.
0: Yes. Uncle Arthur hitting the golden spike before the game.
1: Tata hitting the final golden spike yeah. at the yep. end of the game. Yeah. Mm. Again, just so many moments off the field. Mm. And there's there's plenty to talk about during the run of play, but all of those little moments with all of these people has just been it's been amazing to watch and experience.
0: Do we need to break down the game at all? No, I think...
2: I think there were a couple... I, I mean, there's a couple d- of things... This means Dan took notes. Okay. I would like to just point out. <laughs> so Nagby has gone pretty much... Uh, he goes fairly underrated and has done most of this season. Oh, he had a playing. scandal game. Sorry. Nagby. Nagby. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. He's, and he was immense. He, he was. He was, was fighting for the ball. I I really wish he had been able to score a goal. Um
0: Bit. He wanted that goal really bad at the beginning, too. His, yeah. I haven't seen him attack like that pretty much all season. Yeah. Yeah.
2: His foot is a magnet. It is yeah. a freaking, freaking electromagnet. Uh, he was, like, going through, through three guys at one time. Uh, Guzan, geez louise. When he made that save, I think uh, they had the maybe save three off of the shots header. on goal. Yeah, the header
0: save was incredible. I thought,
2: oh, as soon as I saw the cross in and, and saw he was wide open, I was like, damn There's one of them that was, that like, a direct
0: it. dribbler into him that was... Whatever, but then those other two saves that he made—the save that deflected and then Parkhurst got it out of the out of the box
1: and the above hater header the
2: the save on above-the-header was so impressive to me because it was he had his arms stretched out the whole way away from his body, and he caught the ball. Well, he he also had to make it and drop it down. He caught it, held on to it, and then went to ground. Well, it he also insane. had to make
1: a transition from near post to opposite post yeah. during the run of play to make that save, which was great vision by him to recognize where the runner was and to track
2: the ball appropriately. Mm-hmm. That's why we got freaking Brad Guzan, because yeah. of that.
1: I mean, you're talking about Nagby. One of the conversations we had last show was who, who was the, the standout um, new addition to the team? this season, and, and the selections were Nagby, Remedi, Escobar, and uh, Barco. One of the great things for me out of this game was two of those players. I mean, Remedi had a good game too, but noticeably, obviously, Franco with the goal and Nagby and run of play and the two shots he had on goal. Both Escobar and Nagby had incredible games, and Franco Escobar with two goals in the postseason for Atlanta United... Remedi with one. I mean it's And and just...
0: Franco Escobar scored three if you count. I think his first goal of the season came late on in the season, right? Right at the end of the season.
2: Um, he has just been a frickin' profit upward profit chart the whole way. I mean as we've been going on.
1: I can't imagine Franco
2: Franco Franco Escobar
0: <laughs> I can't imagine what. Escobarco. I want to see that next yeah. year. <laughs> New fusion. The, the fusion dance, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, LGP, give the guy a medal, man. He's He has continuously been my man crush since like week three of season one. Uh, what a guy. Frickin' love him. Slide tackling all over the place. I mean, he even managed to run past midfield and... Not fall over and dive. It was, he was, he's just freaking amazing. He's been, he's been freaking nailed. He did, he did try to take off.
1: space across midfield,
2: instantly got <laughs> shut down, though. And I just started laughing whenever it happened. <laughs> but he's been nailed. He's been yeah, nailed. He, absolutely he has been. been the heart of the defense.
0: All All right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, into, uh, to Stuck2011's point, LGP deserves a raise. Is he going to need to be under... Like, is he going to need to be DP money at, cer- at a certain point?
2: See, that's where I was... I don't think a United are going to DP a defender.
0: No. Hmm.
2: Because I was thinking... Not if like, you... I mean... He's it, going to get to a point. Like, either it's going to be this is how much we can pay you legally under the cap rules. Yeah. Unless another... So, either another MLS team... Uh-huh. A limitless yeah, a limitless team's gonna a limitless come in, team is going to come in take the pill and take him and pay him and make him a dp or he's going to get transferred to europe right. or we're going to be able to keep him under I, wa- I as do want to make sure you, on your on,
1: make sure on your notes you write down contract negotiations and uh looking ahead to next season cuz i think that's a okay that is a like that. giant hog okay uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> Contract negotiations.
1: Yeah, I wanna I, I think part of today's episode is talking about some of the things that yes. came out uh, based on contracts and, that. and looking ahead to next season. So,
0: speaking of which, wait. I guess we'll get stick with a game.
1: Yeah, let's let's stick with a game, and then also what everybody's talking about uh, in the trap because we got a lot of people going off. Um, okay, do
2: you want to talk about Gaza or is that we save that? What do you mean? The whole Gaza rumor, trash.
1: Yeah, no, let's let's hold off on all the acquisitions and trades and all of that. Uh Patrick Hansel, no one had a bad game. There were very few mistakes, very impressed with how they were so focused throughout the playoffs. You and I had that conversation too. I think positionally, every player had a standout moment in that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was I mean it's the, the entire playoffs has been that in and, and the thing that gets overlooked so much is we give up two goals the entire playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah. We gave up one to NYC. NYCFC and New York Red Bulls, mm-hmm. and then we shut them out in the. Uh, so we, we had three clean sheets in five games in the MLS playoffs. Yep, That's in something that goes it, it goes it goes completely under the radar. People don't talk about it all that much because we have the high flying, high scoring offense. We have the record breaking forward and Justin Martinez. We have the electric Miggy Almiron. We have I mean Tito off the bench he even gets plaudits. I mean we have it, whatever. <laughs> but nobody talks about Michael Parkhurst having probably the best. He had a way better season this year than he did last year. Parkhurst's
1: Parkhurst tackle at midfield is what sets up Martinez's goal Yeah, to open up the floodwaters in the championship game.
0: Yeah, and then you take a look at Jeff Lorenowitz, who uh, last year, we scoffed at his his being put in the back three or in the back back four. And-, and and
1: arguably one of Atlanta United's biggest weaknesses, anybody would say, would be defending set pieces. And I would think, I think of the four or five that they had, 75, 80% of them, Jeff Lorenowitz single-handedly defended and cleared the <laughs> box on. I mean...
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he had a standout game, too. I thought that he was – he's he's back next year. We'll talk about the the things that they're talking about in the <laughs> trap next year or uh, with, with the expansion draft and all that. But, um, Eric Rometty, too. I mean, if you want to talk defense, talk about how solidified this defense has been since bringing him in. I mean, Nagby's injury was a blessing in disguise because we really shored no, up that blessing, midfield.
1: Blessing in disguise.
0: Blessing. <laughs> you said it wrong blessing in the skies (laughs) but but seriously if 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 nagby doesn't go down in the middle of the season against portland what happens we don't bring in remetti most likely to 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 take his place and then tata then has a three-man midfield he's like oh shit i should probably play this the entire season whenever i get whenever i get them healthy and that really ended up um playing playing well into our favor and then
1: do you think it was beneficial? There was a lot of talk even by our own standards about Atlanta United not have not knowing what its starting lineup was until we got into the playoffs. But I'll be damned if we didn't find it for those last five games.
2: Well, I think, I think you it
1: might have benefited us in some way well, that teams we, didn't really know.
2: Well, we had Gaza out. Yeah. Um and we had a dearth of injuries that left back. Um and then it was I feel like we played Tito a lot. Well, I mean, we didn't really understand the Tito-Gressel thing until way later in the season. Right. And then put in Almoron in a more forward position um, <clears throat> and let in, let in Nagby kind of basically run the midfield.
0: Yeah, Which uh, he did. He did really well in a, like, a really efficient clip, too.
2: Exactly. Uh, I, who, who put it in the trap? Andy Watkins, Rometty, best signing of the year. I totally agree.
0: I think Nagby's got my vote there. See, I think Franco Escobar has my vote. Yeah. Whoa.
2: Yeah. I mean, They've well, all
0: made standout
1: I mean, performances and and certain things have played out over the course of the season as a result of all of their positions.
0: I, I think the dynamism that Franco Escobar brings to the field at a position that we were we've kind of been weak at, right? Historically. I mean, if you look at last season, we played Tyrone Mears at the right back and oh, he wasn't no! He wasn't great. Anton Walks, I think, did a serviceable job as a center defensive mid-slash center back deployed over on the right back. And then we had to play with, you know, we, we had a, a committee of Sal Zizzo, Julian Gressel, who I think did a, he did a job whenever he was asked to. But Franco Escobar got put in that position. He made it his own. We thought, you know, a lot of people were talking earlier on in the season um, after the transfer happened that he was going to be... You know, maybe the heir apparent of Michael Parkhurst, he's going to end up playing center back. Maybe we play a three back with him, Parkhurst, and, and LGP. And I think just because of his size, a lot of people were probably doubting how well of a true right back he would be, a true fullback.
2: Yeah, he got a lot of stick at the beginning of the season. He
0: did. I mean, it... It, uh, it wasn't it, his
2: fault he got knocked I up. I was going to say, twice if any Garza and
1: or Guzan tried to do it again in the championship game at the end, did you notice that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: like just trying to go three for three, huh? <laughs> I see you. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: I mean, and anybody who says that Franco Escobar had any trouble settling at the beginning, it was strictly because he kept getting concussed by Brad Guzan. <laughs> No, every, think, t- every time he's on the pitch,
2: it, he, was, he was great. I think part of it was getting used to the system. Like, I remember early in the year, he was being, he would go up and he would attack, but he would always have a difficulty getting back in order to be able to defend. But the, again, I'm going to give him like the Yamil Assad Hustle Award for this year because he really put in some effort all the time. He's going, breaking 110% all game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him
0: the cutest redhead in the office award. (laughs) The Dundies. Um, It's the Dundies. Um,
1: The other thing that I noticed a lot in this game was what we talked about last week, too, which is how do you defend against this Portland team if they run right at you whenever they do get the breakaway? And one of the things we talked about was the overlapping play on defense and I consistently saw that any time that they had a breakaway, it was that overlapping run by the next man up that was able to shut them down outside of the cross that uh, they almost put in mm-hmm. off of the header, which they just got a little out of position there. But otherwise, for the most part, the entire game, Valeri was shut down. Nobody was really creating consistent opportunities. And Atlanta kind of had their way with the field because they had pressed them back so far onto their own half that they didn't really have an answer for it Yeah, it
0: seemed like we were defending pretty high up for for a good bit of it.
1: <laughs> Considering I, Parkhurst's Parkhurst assist from a tackle at midfield, I think that says to, it yeah. all.
2: Yeah, it, the, I got worried at about 20 minutes because we started... The last two podcasts I've actually been on, we... <laughs> I was saying that we just need to go direct all the time, and that's what we did against um, NYCFC and, you, and the first leg of Red Bulls. We just went direct the whole time, but this time I saw, you know, this, the ponderous build-up to goal, and at nil-nil we would we had started doing that. I was like, "Oh shit, what are we doing? Here we go!" But but they just managed to to get through it. They completely outmaneuvered Portland. And then when we got the goal, we, we pressed when we need to. We sat back when we need to. I feel like the final was our most complete game that we've played. I think we so had, too. We, I felt like after watching it a second time without the emotion, I was like, we freaking had this game. We
1: It was never just in dominated. question. It was never in it question. It was so relaxed. And, and the crazy thing is, is that we dominated and it, it was the most complete team game but I don't even yeah. think that it was Martinez's best game or Miggy's best game or any of these people. They All of them had key moments throughout the game. Yeah. And it was the most complete game as a whole. But there were still things that were left on the table. But one of the things, to your point, about the way Atlanta was creating opportunities is what made this team this season so special was the amount of ways and opportunities that they could create to beat somebody. And that showed through in the championship.
2: To your point, Kevin, my sort of more standout players from this game: Nagby, Guzan, LGP, Franco, Parky, Jeff. I agree. Not a single DP in there. I think. I
1: think Gressel. Did you Did you say Gressel?
2: I didn't put Gressel in there. Gressel but had a great game in. too. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. But they these. Are but just yeah, the ones it that wasn't. It
1: wasn't the people that I, you would expect to have on that right. list going into this game. I, I mean, Martinez obviously scores the goal, but other than that, and he has the assist, gets man of the match, but. Aside from those moments, there wasn't any. There wasn't any huge standout play from Martinez. There wasn't any huge standout run of play from Miggy. I, I agree. I think a lot of it was the unsung heroes of that game that ended up getting Atlanta that win.
2: Yeah, and but I want to give shouts out to Martinez. I mean, that goal was pure, just pure composure. Yes. Like he lucky scored against the Red Bulls. It's
1: fucking great, man. And he's done it multiple times. He did it against Orlando. He's done mm-hmm. it against the Red Bulls. You've seen it time and time again. If he can get the ball, aside from the second leg of Red Bulls, if he can get the <laughs> ball in space, a little bit of composure, um, yeah, he, he slots it away. I think Escobar's goal was just, I mean – I think that was a nicer goal than Martinez's, because of the accuracy and the timing that he had to slot that through to get that opposite post.
0: But who assisted that goal? Oh no, it was from yeah.
2: Martinez's yeah. Flick, well, it was, wasn't a flick on. Absolutely, was it a flick or was it just an, right. a miss? I don't know. Right. Mis- I, mis- I, I,
0: I I thought the same thing at first, but I watched his eyes. His eyes looked to be going over to the right side. I don't know. You, you never know. I, maybe I, maybe he was just following the ball. So even I if, can't so, believe so,
1: that. So to your point, Tim, that makes Escobar's goal even more impressive to of the me. Team performance. If, <laughs> if he, well if that martinez places it there he's got to be making that run at that level of precision it, either way you cut it it's either he's making up for a misplaced header by martinez on goal or he's having to be in a run of play to actually put it away mm-hmm. Either uh, way, you cut it, he still had to put it in one position, and he hit it right on the inside of the far post and on a slide. That's really, really difficult. Uh, to do.
2: New face in the trap. I don't think anyone's heard of this guy. Uh, Jay Riddle, Escobar's goal looked like something they trained on the training ground. Yeah, yeah. I, I could agree with that. Yeah. See,
0: I think so too. Yeah, I, I, I think it was intentional. And to Jay's point in the trap, you're think- overlooking Joseph Martinez's performance on Saturday. <laughs> I think it's a little disrespectful.
2: I, saying, don't I
0: don't not,
1: think it was. I I'm mean, not saying he had a bad like, game, but it wasn't his best game. It was kind that's of that's like, what I'm saying. Do you think? Do you think Saturday was Joseph Martinez's best game that he's had all season? No, no it's not the best game.
0: game. Yeah, it's not the best game he's had all season, but that's not to say that. You guys are spoiled as shit. I'm not, dude. No, you're just If oh, you think to, I'm sorry. I love Julian Gressel as much as the next guy, but if you think that he had a better game than Joseph on Saturday, I think you're smoking. Crack. If
2: if I need to <laughs> specify.
1: He can smoke my pole too.
2: <laughs> I think yeah. People were talking about England in the World Cup and they had devised this whole set-piece plan about, oh my gosh, they're so deadly on free kicks. And then when they played Croatia, we found out they were just hitting it towards the penalty spot. And so that's it kind of felt like, I don't know, it. why are you going to have a free header in front of the goal and intentionally pass it off to the... F- Ultimately it doesn't really matter. We got the goal. We're we're splitting true. hairs You're for right. a
1: championship game I'm, with a championship level a goal. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Everybody I've said it at the beginning of the show. Everybody had a great game at every position. There were key moments for every player.
0: Except how Chris you, McCann. Actually, no, Chris McCann's tackle is pretty valuable. Oh my god.
1: How you how you level them out is anybody's preference you know i didn't say martinez had a terrible game all i said was that it wasn't his best game he had all season to
0: britney s's point saying that gressel had a fair game i'm not saying he didn't i thought gressel played well i thought he was a little nervy at first but then he ended up having some pretty pretty crucial touches in that um in, in control and getting the ball um out of some congestion but at the same time i i just think that joseph was more impactful in the game
2: i'm sorry i will completely take it all back She had spoken Brittany asked He had a goal And an assist In the freaking final Kevin
0: Did she say That to me For shame Kevin
2: Why
1: is this all Coming to me Why is this all Coming to me For shame you guys are just the worst.
0: Yeah, everybody in the uh, everybody in the trap that attended the parade this morning, let us know what you thought. How cool is that that we had a big-ass parade this morning? I couldn't get cool out of work ex- to go to it. It but. was
1: cool except for the fact that they had 11 Alive tried to report on it, and none of them – this was the first time they had ever heard about soccer, apparently, aside from Brittany Arnold, who managed to get roped in to actually speak intelligently about Atlanta United and what it means yeah. to the city. What, whatever, bro.
0: That. Did you not see that crucial coverage that 11 Alive had whenever Tito tried to shoot the entire <laughs> crowd? <laughs> An airsoft pistol. Airsoft was, machine guns. It was so how, how did you
2: navigate to that on that website? Uh, Th- through the drop down uh, bar. Yeah, the drop down bar. That's right. That's it what was the so Hunter so Four Dark website's missing.
1: It was so bad. One of the late one of the broadcasters was out there like they're chat they're chanting ATL. A-T-L. <laughs> it's Like, oh my god. I
2: think they did that just for the subtitles part. It was so, so
1: bad. It was so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean the, sh- the turnout looked incredible. I couldn't do another day in the rain and or miss work. So it looks like everybody really showed out in full
0: force, though, which is awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm slammed. I should be doing work rather than here, but I need to be here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jay said the guy who did the uh, the Tito Guns shit, st- or created the shitstorm around the Tito Guns, was doing play interviews after the match and looked like he hated being there. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Changed my mind. <laughs> um. Andy Watkins says that Frosted Orange. Everybody had a good game except Frosted Orange.
1: All right, so now I guess it's the time to break that out, right? All
0: right, guys. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm, he was noticeably ab- absent. Uh, you know, we we watched the. Was it noticeably though? Yes, that was realize. one of the first. That was the, one of the first things that uh, Angie and I both pointed out whenever we were watching the celebrations. You see Goslin. You see Bello. You see a You see um, uh, Kunga Squad. And who, where's their best friend Andrew Carleton? They've been they've been inseparable all year. They're inseparable. Like they, they've played together for yeah. for years. They're all best friends. And to see Andrew Carlton out of that crowd, yeah, it was really weird to me.
2: I don't know yeah. he hasn't he hasn't played a full season in USL or scored a goal for Atlanta United. So you know he's kind of I'm, he's not on my radar. <laughs> He, assi- he
0: assisted what the the you record know, tying goal
1: for Joseph.
0: Yeah, you know Dan, was It, well, it was like, it was later well, on. Well, there. Dan
1: has a lot of prerequisites players must meet before they are I mean, deemed valid. In his opinion, goal. He, we've, we've got plenty Dan, of Dan players a lot. Yeah, a yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But seriously, so what? I guess what ended up happening is we heard rumors, and then I guess it's all been confirmed now that Andrew Carlton broke team team rules as as you put it the eugene robinson rule from the 1997 uh super bowl or 98 super bowl Is I don't know. anyway I don't know. he was out partying the night before the he's not old enough to party and that was the other thing i was interested in uh with all those youngsters in the in the back with all the champagne <laughs> going off but andrew carlton snapchatting during uh during the partying
2: sorry brandon scott not breaking season goal records Not on my radar. (laughs) (laughs) Totally agree. Totally agree, Brandon. Do
0: you think this is going to have any sort of permanent impact on his his stay at in Atlanta? Because I think the rumors that started the rumors that started on uh, Sunday morning, because we had that weird transfer or the weird trade window that opened in MLS, was Andrew Carlton was out. Of the squad yesterday, like he had been posting everything in the Eastern Conference, po- or Eastern Conference Championship, he was posting pictures with the co- sh- the, the trophy. He, he
1: was seen practicing and doing training. Leading and then up nothing, to
0: you, nothing so. happened. He wasn't at the game. He's not posting anything. This must mean in the trade window that he's getting ready to be sold or, or not sold. Sorry, uh, getting ready to be traded. But that that wasn't the case. He just uh, was out partying and Snapchatting it like a dummy.
2: What? A, yeah. What a
0: dumbass. All you had to do was not post it.
2: It's the final. Yeah. It's the MLS Cup final, the biggest game the team have played in its existence. And what if they and needed he's, you? He's breaking the friggin' rules. Yeah. I mean, I understand that he's a teenager and hopefully this has like kinda of woke him up, even though for how, all I but know. But how he's woke a is he spons- though? Even I don't know, is he flat earth woke? <laughs> I don't know. Um but even though he's probably a good kid, uh Andrew Come on, dude! Don't do that shit. Uh, hope it. Hopefully, he learns. My, hopefully, he learns it from his lesson. And it's not that I'm angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, my biggest takeaway from that is that I hope whoever Atlanta United gets as their next coach, that the disciplinary actions that took place for Barco or Carlton or whoever this season, the youth of the team whenever you have those learning moments for them to stop drawing things like that, Dan, If whenever you have these teaching moments for the kids that you end up with a coach that feels comfortable maintaining status quo going forward and that it's not just sort of brushed aside and it's it's
0: nothing to be said yeah, about Yeah, because status quo for us is accountability. Exactly.
2: Right. And, and Alan Pardue is a, a very good disciplinarian. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck that guy. Can't fucking stand him. Why, why did Alan Pardew come up? <laughs> oh, so he was he was linked to Atlanta United job. Oh fuck did off. Did you see? Did you see the Portland Timbers? Uh, they were like, congratulations, but we're just salty right now. Fuck you guys. Fuck Atlanta United fans. Hope you hire Alan Pardew <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> just the Portland. Oh, fans. oh, okay. I thought you were saying the Timbers tweeted that out Oh no 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 no. Uh, that's probably what I said, but, I mean, you know. Bill
0: Holcomb joining the trap asking who's still drunk. <laughs> Not he's... me, because
2: I hydrated like a good boy.
0: Bill's an hour late, so I'm guessing he's pretty drunk.
2: Mm-hmm. So, fun, funny story, uh, and Andy Weinaker, Andy Weinecker, what Andy Weinaker? Matt Weinaker will understand. I got home from the game. It was about one o'clock in the morning. Drunk out my mind, <laughs> and... My insulin pump tells gives me <laughs> a warning, saying you have it's just, it's you just have X
0: underscore X. <laughs> you have five just... minutes to live. <laughs> you
2: have zero units of insulin remaining. Like, uh, 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 Fuck! I've got to change it now, and it's kind of an ordeal. Like I've gotta, like, got to like put needles. in you my You got one of those little and, capsule
1: corp things. You got
2: to pop the top off uh, right, exactly. of and stick it uh, in. And so it was just a real pain that I had to do that. Oh my god! It was fine. <laughs> Dan Roon in the podcast. Thanks, Jay.
0: Jonas Wilson saying he doesn't remember meeting Ke- Dan and Kevin. He Jonas, remembers
2: meeting me. Oh, my God, Jonas. Are you serious, Jonas? We spoke for like 10 minutes, man. Jonas, we you were the about our kids. of the meet and greet, dude. And our dreams and our fantasies.
1: And you dropped all that Chick-fil-A on the ground. <laughs> and in, soli- in solidarity, I picked up a waffle fry and ate it. <laughs>
2: Yo, I was picking up his Chick-fil-A sauce and putting it back in his bag, but it he kept was, dropping on the floor. It's like, oh, fuck was it. so, I'm, I'm like, oh.
3: was
1: so
0: weird.
2: <laughs> I, I think...
0: <laughs> he just said, I have Jason Bourne memories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the MLS Cup for him was like some weird game of memento that he had to play the next day. <laughs> just going backwards through his snaps to see what the oh, result was. I don't know who was more <laughs> drunk, uh, Jonas or uh, Danny Palacios at the first meet and greet that we had, where oh we my took gosh. pictures with him And somehow he beat, he got so drunk he turned into a shapeshifter, and the pictures he took didn't even look like himself.
0: <laughs> you were talking about two guys. Those guys were crying the entire time, Danny and Raphael. Yeah. All those pictures people were taking of them crying in the in the supporter section. Oh my I'm British, god! I did not cry.
1: <laughs> he only knows he had Chick fil A because of
2: a receipt. Oh, <laughs> man.
0: Oh, Brittany S.
2: Yes. Shannon is oh. gone. All right, we're going to talk roster Ding moves. shannon has gone. Shannon's gone. We're yeah, gonna talk, Shannon's
0: well, first, uh, to say, to Bill saying, Y'all didn't party like Lorenowitz today, drinking beers and whatever liquor people <laughs> threw at you. He had a bunch of panhandler son. He had two oh, panhandler no, signs saying, it. Any liquor, please, <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah. beer me, or whatever it said.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I heard Chris McCann caught a beer and chugged it right there. That's pretty great. All right. <laughs> roster uh, moves. Roster? Roster moves? All right. Do you want me to go through the list of guys? I
0: have it up if you want. Um, do you want
2: to do... So I've got a list of who we are not protecting.
0: That's who I ha- That's what I have up right now, too. Do you want me to
2: go through the list of the guys we have declined options on?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I have... It's 14 people, right? Yes. It's 14 people combined. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll just go ahead and go through it, Dan. Mikey so. Ambrose, John Gallagher... These are people who we, we are not protecting and or have uh, declined their option. Mitch Hildebrandt, we have declined his option. Alec Can, Kevin Kratz, Jeff Lorenowitz, which we'll talk about in a second. Chris McCann, Michael Parkhurst, who is a free agent, we have declined his option so that he would go back into the free agent pool. Oliver Shannon got his option declined. Brandon Vasquez uh, is protected, or unprotected, sorry. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. A-whoa. <laughs> Hey, well Got his uh Al- a- Andrew Wheeler. Ami got his option declined. Romario Williams is unprotected, and Sal Zizzo is a free agent.
2: But to bear in mind, with all of these guys, with without thinking about Lorenowitz and Parkhurst, you wouldn't protect any of these guys over the likes of, you know, Joseph Martinez, LGP, uh, Franco Escobar. Darlington-Nagby. There you were know, there were a
0: couple guys on our team that were protected by default, right? Um, designated players are protected by default, I believe. I think the Home youth players, players. homegrown
1: players, up until an age. So, Bello, Carlton,
2: and um, that DPS are protected because I read somewhere that even though we think Almiron is going, if we didn't protect him, then if FCC picked him up. FC Cincinnati picked him up, they would and he sold, they would get his transfer fee. Huh. Which is just super, Patrick super Hansel cray-cray. says DPs
1: aren't protected.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember the criteria for automatic protection. There were some that were ineligible know, from anyone with no trade clauses have to be protected.
2: Uh, I don't know. But um I think it's more because uh, I know Mitch Hildebrand. I was su- a little bit surprised by that one, but um, we've got Alec Can, and I was surprised by his option being declining, but he has been kind of injured, and he Hildebrand. Was, yeah, he's been he chronically was injured on the the actual Atlanta United roster. So I don't. I'm fine with parting ways with him. But Michael Parkhurst, he's a free agent, but it's I read another Daily South Soccer. It's a shrewd article it was a shrewd business move because there's a way that if parkhurst got picked up by cincinnati even though he's so old um because he's a free agent he would still just be able to sign with atlanta united if he wanted to
0: okay um here here are the by default guys that were on that so george bellow andrew carlton uh chris goslin uh patrick okonkwo Miles Robinson, and Gordon Wilde. So either Generation Adidas guys or homegrown players are protected by default. Yep. Um, yeah. that's uh, to, uh, to Bill's point, Hildebrandt is just
2: bait for Cincinnati to take him back and uh, to grab him from us. I don't know. So the other thing is that so Atlanta United did this with LAFC last year is they negotiated a deal, that they would just leave all our players alone. And that's
0: potentially what. And we sent him an international like slot, right? Something like that. Yeah, some backdoor deal, collusion, and all that. Who
1: do you think, if you were to, let's go top three off of that list that you think would be ripe for the taking for Cincinnati and be a good fit?
0: Oh, Brandon Vasquez. Who else? I think that Brandon Vasquez. Brandy V. Yeah,
2: this I, isn't who
1: you want to go. This is like if you if you were if you were Cincinnati, who would you take? Who would be your top three picks? Out of you're those? talking
0: about uh, Brandon Vasquez is a, still a really promising talent. I agree. Yeah, he's I what agree. twenty years old. Vasquez is one of mine. He's he's a versatile player. Um, honestly,
1: Vasquez Awo would be my second.
0: Yeah, I, but also Michael Parkhurst. Park, Maybe, uh, you, you just think about such you, a high-risk
1: reward scenario for you, you, Parkhurst and Jeff. You
0: do, but you think about us as an expansion team. They're not even an expansion team, but what, what he brought to us ushering in a new era and, and really dominating, I think he still has. I know he wants to play at least one more year, and he's yeah. still playing at a high level. Well, Cincinnati would be
2: when, I don't think smart to do that. I, um, we're negotiating a new contract with him. That's, I that's what think. I understand
0: is we, we let him go into free agency. I thought to get him kind of protected
2: – Right? Yes. In a way. Uh, yeah, I don't think Parkers is going, but if I could get him, yeah, absolutely, Tim. I would go, I think Mikey Ambrose is a good guy Ambrose to pick is up. my third, yeah. And then also, uh, Kevin Kratz. i pick up Kevin Kratz because, I mean, he could start for a, you know, he half the MLS. He definitely could. Um, also- Kratz has got
1: another good two or three years and in And you know, easily.
2: I know you guys hate him, but- Chris McCann would probably be a decent pickup for a team. You know, he's got some a little bit of veteran now. Now he can play a bunch of different positions. He might be able to solidify a defense.
0: What about Jose Hernandez? That's that's one that I see. The the kid's got a lot of promise. Hmm.
2: Yeah, but we they haven't really. There's yeah. not a book on him yet, apart right. from like USL. Run, but, but I, I, I tend MLX. to think
0: the only reason he didn't get play time with us is because of how deep we ended up being a left back between Greg Garza and George Bello and and at times Mikey Ambrose. Uh,
2: yeah, and he was injured. But I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I, I think that there, there's definitely a plethora of players that they can pick from in this expansion draft from us that I think that would they would end up paying dividends for them. Yeah, I mean they're. Uh, Stuck 2011, not
1: a breaking rumor. Penny Martinez is all but confirmed to be on Atlanta United's roster next year. He's he's said it in multiple interviews. There's multiple articles at this point that pity should be here for Atlanta United next year.
2: Holy moly. That is going to be insane. Yeah. Did you see – I mean, I didn't see the the last leg of the Copa Libertadores, but – he was their highest rated player. Yeah, and he scored his, the dagger goal at the end. The dagger goal
1: is such an easy goal for oh, him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The ball pops out, the keeper's on the other end of the field, he yeah. just walks it in. But,
0: but yeah. to be
2: the highest rated player yeah. is pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that I can't wait can't wait to uh, see him in Atlanta United camp.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and plead ignorance that I haven't watched a ton of tape on him. I know that I've seen people say that he's arguably the biggest prospect to ever come to MLS. Um, or not even Prospect, like the biggest player to ever come to MLS in terms of um, his quality.
2: It's going to be interesting to see what the numbers are that they paid for him, because I would imagine that it's going to be more than they would pay for Barco.
0: Oh, without a doubt, right? Because
1: So is that your three DPs, Joseph, Pitty,
0: and um, Barco now? I think it has to be. Hell, I mean yeah. Pity's Pity's only coming because Almiron's gonna be going. I mean Almiron made some sort of vague statement right on uh on Saturday in the locker room saying that he wasn't sure and then Brad Guzan was saying you're gonna do great in England or he's gonna <laughs> do great in England. <laughs> like kind of outing it, but yeah. Um,
2: I um I've heard that he's just choosing which team he wants to. What go are your with.
1: thoughts on uh Miggy sale versus alone? Well it happens
0: bullshit. a lot in MLS with with MLS transfers, um just due to you see it going back and forth, just because of the way that the the seasons are structured. Um, I think the rumors with Newcastle have to do with change of ownership. They're finally, yeah. I guess, Mike Ashley's finally going to sell. Or he's is that right. he's, he's open. He's open to had offers. Said. I think. Of course he is. He's a money grubbing cunt. Well, sorry. Excuse my language. Whoa! Twat, twat. That is way more offensive oh, than anything
1: I have ever said. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me.
0: Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Sorry, the British came out and be. It. It's not that bad of a word in Britain, right? No, it's the worst word.
2: Is it really? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that was kind of the worst thing ever. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> I said it. See you next Tuesday.
1: Love you, Norma. Oh god. <laughs> hopefully,
0: hopefully, it's too loud to hear, too muddled to hear.
1: Norma's so woke now.
0: No, but for real, uh, it's good to see money, Mike. Money, Mike Ashley. Hopefully, getting out of there. But um, seeing, um. Sorry, guys. Jeez, jeez, <laughs> guys. I, I just got. I think Kevin switched the champagne. With, That's with sparkling spark. like
2: grape juice has really gotten to you uh, too.
0: Uh,
2: Four loco, dude. Saw the, saw the Percocet and OxyContin. You've been taking.
1: Uh, the, the field is the, the, the trap is split between that was awesome and whoa. <laughs> well,
0: at least at least the true Brit in the uh, in the trap, uh, Michelle, is uh, on board right. with it. Uh, but yeah,
1: so what are your thoughts? If if you could choose between a sale or a loan, personally, is there is it no question for you that you would I mean, rather sell him than put him on a loan deal?
2: Absolutely. Really? I mean, if you're gonna look, don't fuck around with a loan. You either want him or you don't want him. We've got plenty of other suitors.
1: I don't know that. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily about the team wanting him as much as it is like Miggy and and people going to play in Europe but having a fallback plan.
2: Right. So the fallback plan I don't like because it shows Atlanta United if they agree to that loan, it shows Atlanta United accepts the doubt that other teams are putting into him. And if they're saying like um it's a it's a sale or no sale, it puts them it it also shows that they're they're not going to bend to future engagements in negotiation. Mm. Uh, I feel like you either sell him or you don't. And if you don't sell him, I mean, he's welcome back here. Yeah. I, I would be so surprised if he's still around. I mean, I'll freaking love it. I mean, him, I, I don't know. How. I don't think he's around
1: <laughs> either, but I, I still, I guess I see both points in both arguments. That's why I asked like mm. sale versus loan. It's not a matter of whether or not he deserves to go and play somewhere else. It's just my own I, I don't know which way you go with that. What are, What are your thoughts, I mean, Tim? Would it, you are you as Dead said on a sale versus a loan for the same reasons as Dan is? Or
0: I, I'm definitely against it. I'd rather just flat out sell him. Yeah, because it, I mean we deserve a uh, we deserve a bigger transfer fee for it. I think the the purported fifteen million. Yeah, is it pounds?
1: Yeah, it's weeks. nineteen thousand dollars. Oh, is that
2: nineteen
0: million dollars? You mean? <laughs> $90 million. Oh, I was going to say Brexit tank it that bad. <laughs> Wait, what, <laughs> what happened?
2: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: But yeah, it does suck. I mean, it, it leaves us in limbo, leaves him in limbo, and
2: I don't think. Sorry, Tim. I don't think that. Um, I don't think. I think that tweet was bogus because I think Douber Robertson tweeted out from the team that uh, Atlanta United apparently haven't received any offers from anyone. <laughs> so okay yeah they i trust Doug still over almost anybody too oh absolutely yeah. and if the team are making an f- official statement like that um i don't know i just thought that was just a weird you all right there buddy i'm fine good um i thought that was weird i didn't like it at all i could kind of understand it but i thought that would if you're lanny united oh. i feel like you're losing the deal at that point
0: yeah, no doubt. I mean, you lose not just the money that we invested to bring him in here, but the amount of money and the amount of time that we invested in in, in improving his his quality on the field and yeah. making him a valuable asset to anybody who really wants him. I the more I watch him, the more I think that he would be fine
2: under Unai Emery at at Arsenal. God, I think I, that I hope he doesn't go to Arsenal, but yeah. I hope
0: not too. I mean,
2: the, the thing is that he kind of fits that Arsenal mold. You know, the very finesse they're very sort of flashy. Um, I don't know. It's, I mean, uh, I just don't want him to go to Arsenal. So I don't want to go to Man United either or Man City. I guess, and I certainly wouldn't want him to go to Birmingham City because they've turned into the biggest pot of shit on the face <laughs> of the earth.
0: We're at least not getting swindled the way that uh, the parent club of New York Red Bulls swindled them in the Tyler Adams transfer. <laughs> They paid $2 million American dollars for arguably the most promising American prospect in the world. Yeah. Yep. That's... What? <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> I wonder how that works. Because if MLS owns the players' contracts, who does the negotiation? You'd think it's the team, right? So, It's, um, uh, but <laughs> it's weird that... I mean, I don't want to get into it because whatever, but...
1: It's stupid. It's a silly league. So there were some rumors about Garza which you alluded to earlier
0: Dan. Jay Jay is going to strangle you guys for even addressing these.
1: No, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm addressing it. I I say that to preface the next talking point that I want to start to stir the pot with which is what surprise move could you foresee taking place in the off season for trades or acquisitions? For Atlanta United, uh, let's leave it to trades. That people that could potentially leave Atlanta United's lineup, that people aren't necessarily recognizing or thinking about, that you
2: think would be um, going like in in league or out of league. E- either way, LGP.
1: Where do you think you think he'd go in league?
2: No, I think he'd go out of league. Really? I mean, if they, he, I mean, he's still got another a year. I think a year left on his contract, yeah. but. As Brian Clough would say, and I feel like Darren Eales has this same sort of mantra every player has a price. And if you come in and you offer that price, then yeah. it's. Uh, speaking it's
0: speaking of Brian Clough, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, Jason Longshore, you still have my copy of The Damned United. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. That do. was
1: that was optimistic, thinking old Longshoe was going to be listening this far into a Home Before Dog podcast.
2: Do you want me to say, Deep like, Gressel could go? Tito?
1: Yeah. I don't want any of them to go. That's the whole point of this discussion. Um, I don't want anybody to go, but who would be a surprising. I think it's move it would,
2: would be. I, I could see Gressel going more than Tito because <laughs> in the past, it feels like half of season. Tito has been coming off on the bit be- off the bench and I don't know if higher paying leagues um, would pay money to for a player who's in their view just coming off the bench. I mean you're not you, it wouldn't be a price to move Atlanta United's radar to sell him. I think Gressel is probably more of someone who would potentially go to either a lower Bundesliga team or maybe even like a low like a Fulham or somewhere like that yeah in the Premier League I wouldn't go to I don't think any I don't think the Atlanta United players like Gressel should waste their time with the second tier of any league in Europe no
0: even championship league championship you don't think being I mean, able to help a team, in, I mean, I mean, it's what the fifth or sixth highest attended league in the world, right? Week in, week out.
2: I don't know. Maybe who's who's, I don't know.
0: Like he could help somebody like Derby County under Frank Lampard, or go to Leeds, and
2: I'm pulling up the table now because it's whoever's in. it's Le- so, Leeds
0: is number one. Which speaking also. of the speaking of the damned United, I think uh, Frank Lampard, I believe, has Darby in second. Is that right? Or in third?
2: Frank Lampard?
0: Frank Lampard is the, the manager at Derby County, yeah.
2: Shut, no way, I didn't know. I don't know. I've, been, I, I've
0: only been following that because Harry Wilson's on loan yeah, there. you're
2: totally right. Um, I mean, How Norwich, you could so? you see him go Norwich? Norwich, Leeds, Sheffield United, Derby County, West Brom, ugh. Middlesbrough.
0: I don't think he would play for somebody like West Brom. I know the ghost of Tony Pulis is still there, I think. I think the their style of play doesn't fit him. But, I mean, the style of play of a team... We talked last year about the rumors of him going to Wolves. That would have suited him really well, in the same same way that they play Adama Traore. And, um,
2: I could see Gressel going to, like, a Brighton or a Watford.
0: See, to me, you're, you're asking surprising. I don't think it's going to be surprising. I have this feeling in my gut, and people have talked about it in The Trap, that... Gressel, I I have a feeling he's going to go to somebody like uh, Werder Bremen or Augsburg or Eintracht Frankfurt, some sort of of middle-of-the-table club in in Germany. I think that he's probably going to relish that opportunity. He's come here, Mm -hmm. one rookie of the year. He's been a standout player for us, and to be able to go back home and be able to play for a team over there. I think I have a feeling something like that is in the works. It's going to happen. That's
1: my pull, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. surprising I, I like your pull though dan uh i think i would be very surprised if lgp left just because of how how ingrained in this team he is how ingrained in the city he, that he is and just how happy he is here and and the, he's definitely the captain once once parkhurst hangs it up lgp would definitely be a big surprise but me. to dan's point i you know they're there's a dearth of center backs in a lot of leagues that are are competent. And he's competent on the ball. He's a good leader. I think that he would help a lot of those again, those middle of the table clubs, or even those relegation fighting uh, teams in England. I, I think that he would do a good job. He's a big ball playing center back, and
2: so they're the hard other, to come by. The other thing is, I mean, if LGP goes, that opens up another international spot. Even though we will have, uh, uh, we will have a total of nine. International spots back. Yeah, because we year. get
1: some back from uh, LAFC, right?
2: Uh, LAFC. We get
0: one back from LAFC, yeah.
2: And uh, yeah, that's true. And then we get one back from Portland.
1: Didn't we give one to Orlando too? For
2: no, Orlando were just shit. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> uh, Did you speaking of Portland? So you could go back and find another you that's the whole world you're looking at Yeah.
1: speaking of portland did you see the uh i didn't realize part of our nagby deal and acquisition was we just paid out them 250k in Tam money for winning the cup
2: yeah part you're of you're part welcome. of our sure, take it portland. yeah part yeah. of our
0: agreement was if NAGBI... i have a feeling i should launch a match fixing investigation <laughs> into giovanni Severese's uh. Uh, management of that game on saturday um, yes, Gressel is 24. Gressel's yeah. actually older than Tito is yep. by a few months. Yep. So it's it's high time for him if he wants to go try, you know, apply his trade over in, in Europe and back home in Germany the, to do that now. So. All right, so let's see what all I we got.
2: I'd say, Dean Worley, I'd love Gressel to USMNT. Uh, Geos, uh, G- and LGP. Oh, my yeah. God. I would probably support the USMNT L- L- a lot more. L- than LGP and
0: right Matt Miasga in the back? Yep, yeah, give me that all day long. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Jay Gressel is a guy worth 750 a year uh, salary that won't get close to that in the next year or two in MLS because MLS, oh, because of MLS. So if a European club sees that, they'll snatch him. Agree.
2: <coughs> Read that stuff. I can't do that with my voice right now.
0: <laughs> what stuff?
2: Um, that's a good point from Gregory Fraser. Has Gregory Fraser been in the trap before? Yeah. Okay. My bad. I just I'm terrible at. And that up. little
0: picture of him and his son, he's wearing a Home Before Dark hat. Nice. Yeah.
2: Um, he's obviously a very handsome and intelligent man. If we can get something for Gressel, you almost have to do it because it's going to be really difficult to sign him to a second deal. That is a little true. Though, yeah, you're not going to DP Gressel, are you? No. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice to know what the, extent, the, the time frames of these contracts are. He's probably got another year. Did they exercise an option? Did we see that? I believe they did. Yeah. Otherwise, he would be on his butt. She's probably got a year.
0: Most likely, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's gonna to be. It's yeah. gonna be interesting to see the squad next year. I. I mean, from your standpoint, who are, who are some standout players next year, or or players next year that you see are gonna get a lot of shine that uh, we should be on the lookout for? Or that Barco. I think that's probably the obvious one, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, with with the absence of Miguel Almiron.
1: I think Barco makes a, a huge impact next year.
2: Barco, George Bello,
1: Bello, absolutely. That's um, a really great call.
2: I think obviously Petey Martinez. Well, yeah. Uh, so there's other like Gordon Wild. He would be an interesting guy. He played really well with battery, didn't he? He did play very well in battery. It would be interesting if they if he gets a start. Kunga squad. Yep. Yes, Kunga Squad. He got into the
0: 18 towards the end of the season, playing Liger's his ass Kunga. off.
1: Elliot even mentions Miles Robinson. Is it Miles Robinson part of that 14 that's available for expansion draft two? No,
2: no, DC no, no. no. There... He's
0: a Generation Adidas player. He's protected gotcha. by default. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Romario leave. Or oh, Romario was one of them. That's I got them mixed up. Romario goes yeah. to kind of take his place. Yeah. Um, I I didn't watch many ATL2 games Kunga's
0: pretty deadly on the wing I think that he uh, I'm excited to see him in the squad
2: I mean Colton obviously it would be interesting (laughs) to see how he does next year if he can stay out the freaking drinking bars jeez (laughs) <laughs> drunk andrew carlton
0: the the beer pubs if he could stay he out of the...
2: At the beer pubs <laughs> carlton brown, brown liquor carlton is there.
1: always a co-host spot with your name on it yeah, here on the right. before dark network i you don't think, think he drinks you weren't here last it,
0: week for brown liquor kevin in person that uh, was you were you were on the other uh, side of town oh but that's right yeah. you were remote it was something it was a sight to behold. <laughs> Uh, uh, let us know in the trap if you guys want to see Brown Liquor Kevin uh, return. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do we protect him from the, the, from the from the from uh, the <laughs> you guys didn't, from the expansion? Up, all yeah. right, all right,
2: all right. Dean Worley. as far fetched as it sounds, Timothy, can we land Assad again?
0: No, uh, I think he has no, to put it
1: to bed. It's done. It's over.
0: He has to decline his option, right? Or he has to decline to re sign with DC United. I think they own his <laughs> rights right now. That's right. They do own his rights. <laughs> Jay, just uh, reminding me, even Brown Liquor Kevin doesn't <laughs> use the C word.
2: <laughs> that's, that's a good point.
0: Uh, very true. So, Assad, I think there is still a slight let it go. possibility to bring him back.
2: No. It's over. I uh, it's over. As much as I want it. As much as I want the side to come back, baby shark. He's he's gone. He just gotta So my mom told me this, so I have a it's kind of interesting when you leave the country that you grew up in and you leave your parents there. And uh, it's kind of emotional. But Yeah, it sounds mo- it sounds pretty heartless of to... you to leave them over <laughs> there like that. I had to, yeah in to leave third to, world country defend for themselves in Brexit.
1: Look, don't start bringing them over here too. We but, got enough of but you. Okay. Since
2: I've had my own children, I've kind of thought like, oh my god, what if they move to Australia? That'd be terrible. Um, but my mom said you just gotta let your kids go. And since you, when you have kids and you kind of think about that, it, it really tugs at the heartstrings. But me and Assad, he's let them go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, people want to talk about the, the justice system in Texas, but they did they did us a solid this past weekend. What did they do? When they granted a stay of release for Dean Worley to make <laughs> his way over to Atlanta United. Yeah. Uh versus Portland the, Timbers the, uh... on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um,
2: do you mean the uh, DOJ? Yeah, even,
0: <laughs> even even though he's a flight risk. <laughs> we, we know Dean oh, is a flight that's risk. What was on his ankle? All <laughs> right.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, no, that was a That was an ankle um so like a charm bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> ankle ankle charm bracelet Pandora. God. The last fun little
1: uh thing I wanted to do tonight is way too early predictions. You cannot choose Atlanta United. You're to pick to win the cup next year. Can't pick Atlanta United who would it be? DC United, I'll start it off. Oh. Speaking of Yamil Assad, I think depends on how healthy Rooney stays next season. Seeing the uptick in momentum that they had. Uh, talking about building momentum into next season. I think they've got a lot riding going into that. I, I can see them being at the top of the board in the Eastern Conference next year and uh, making a run
0: for it next year. Bill Holcomb, LAFC. I think that was going to be my pick as well. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the trajectory, and and, I mean, if you look at us from last year, this year, Mm -hmm. they they were in a better spot in their first year than we were. Yeah. And, uh,
2: yeah. uh, I mean, they're
0: they're a good team. I don't like Bob Bradley. I I like him either. Do you give Galaxy
2: a shot next year? No.
0: No, I, I I, no, because the Latan's going to go back to AC Milan, right? Oh, is he?
2: I heard he was going somewhere else. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think you could write off, well, who were Red Bulls losing? Tyler Adams. Oh, my
1: God. Elliot Beeman. We need mods in the trap so bad. Elliot Beeman, get the fuck out of here. We need mods so bad. Okay, in my
0: my face, apparently, AC Milan said that Ibrahimovic isn't coming back. So if he's back there, I think that, I mean, Ashley Cole's likely gone, right? They're going to start cleaning house a little bit and bringing in... uh, They build a team around Zlatan if he stays? (laughs)
2: I don't think he's staying though. I don't either. I think he's there, and he's like, I mean, he got so bored during a match he like punched a guy in the back, <laughs> karate <laughs> chop <laughs> whole boy in the right. neck. <laughs> he's like, this isn't not holding my attention. <laughs> yeah. Um But he did give us
1: two of the best goals all
2: season this year, though. I mean, if you count uh, Joseph Martinez's record breaking goal against uh, some shitty purple team,
1: I mean. It's great, but the karate kick goal and the <laughs> goal from the fifty-yard <laughs> line is pretty fucking incredible.
2: I'll probably go with. I'll go with. Damn it, I was going to. So go you're wondering Red who Bulls. Red Bulls? Red are losing. Red Bulls are losing Tyler Adams.
0: uh There's potential that they might let go of. Uh, if how I understand old? right, maybe they're thinking about getting rid of Bradley Wright Phillips. I was going to say how old? Just because uh, he's aging, and that's not yeah, really their yeah. mo. Yeah. Mm. That's where I don't I really think De- uh, Etienne Jr. would really do
2: <laughs> a, a good job replacing I mean, Bradley Wright-Phillips. I mean, he's a DP, so you go out and get a DP. I mean, Aaron Long, Tim Parker in the back, if you can hold that defense together. Kamara I mean, Lawrence, if he could stay Kamar healthy. Lawrence, if he stays. That's true, you, too. Uh,
1: you pull up the final standings for MLS, this might be a better way to do it. I think we've all said our, our teams that we think would potentially be at the top— Let's see, who, who's our biggest movers and shakers going into next season? Who do we think, even if they don't win the Cup next year, people that may be in the bottom of the standings this year that we think could be at the top or teams at the top that we expect to see a little bit of a nosedive out of next year?
0: So, Dan, Dan you still haven't said, who, who do you pick to win MLS Cup and or supporter shield next year if not for Atlanta United
2: Um, I'll go Portland. Portland. I feel like Savarese has got something going. I think the trash that is Liam Ridgewell is not coming back. If they can, if they can get another defensive rock or a better defensive rock, then the guy who wipes his ass with twenty dollar notes and posts it on sh- social media, then um,
0: is that for Ridgwell?
2: Yeah. Uh the only thing is that they're not going to have... So they're not going to have the money that Line United have to, to pull guys in. But I can see Portland. I, I do rate Saborezi. I think he's a very good manager. I think he can get a lot out of a little. He did a great job
0: turning that team around after kind of a shit start. Yeah, because he, had, yeah, he had, absolutely did. He, he had a lot of work put in front of him. And uh, all credit to, to, to Gio for getting to the final, too, because... That team was so ingrained with the DNA of Caleb Porter. And then for, them, for him to take that over, right the ship after kind of a shaky start, and then get them to the final is pretty damn impressive. Who is, who is Pikachu from Orlando City? Who are they talking about?
1: I don't know. I keep saying my love of Pokemon and my hatred of Orlando is tearing me apart every time they reference it. I don't know what the player's name is. Jay, who is it?
0: I, don't um, know. I have no idea. They're talking about the guy who got traded from Dallas to Orlando. I
1: can't oh, remember. Oh, the... wait. What? That's his name?
0: No.
2: It's Isn't, uh, I know PC got traded from Orlando to Vancouver. Um, You're lying. Poku? Yago Pikachu. Remember Poku from uh, Miami? Miami FC? Okay.
0: No fucking way.
1: <laughs> I might need to get an Orlando City jersey
0: next year. <laughs> if that's the case, there's no way that that guy is, is.
2: Kevin, if you, if I see you in Orlando City jersey, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna punch you square in the mouth. That's his nickname, yeah, is, guys. I know, I'd never see his, Gla- no. his name is his name is Glebson Yago Souza Lisbo- Lisboa. It's a nickname.
2: Oh yeah, but th- is he Brazilian or the Brazilians He's Peruvian. To put their, he's Peruvian. Uh, their uh, nicknames on their journals. He
0: played in Brazil or he played in Peru. He's he's from Belém, um, Belém, Brazil. Y-
2: y'all are just fucking up. I don't think that's his name because I don't think Orlando can have a Yoshi and a Pikachu <laughs> <laughs> in a Disney town. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you see they didn't protect Christian Higuita, the best midfielder oh, yeah, in the world? Oh yeah, he's amazing. Surprising. Who did they protect?
0: I like what Connor Thompson just said. If you buy, you lose your beard, uh, your beard <laughs> privileges or your beard rights.
1: Okay, I can at least do some fun artwork with a Pikachu and a Yoshi for next year's Orlando matchup.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Orlando do in the off season. Ugh, I think they're another like I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. I mean, I I, I pegged Orlando. Them to, make the playoffs this year, but
1: <laughs> What about Chicago? That's sort of shit. Right, let's and stuff. go let's go from the bottom up. Uh Orlando, you think they stay near the bottom? Cellar dwellers. Yeah, Chicago. I cellar did. Dwellers.
0: Yeah. Toronto. Uh, uh, top, they're up. they're going top up. top
2: three. Going up for um, sure. is Altador staying?
0: Uh, I don't know if it really matters. Honestly, I think you put Telfer up there, and it, I think they'll have a better season next year. I, I think could, they got off to a really shit start yeah. having that CCL hangover. Uh, New England. Staying middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah. Montreal, I think, go higher. That's signing a Maxi Arrudi alongside uh, Ignacio Piatti. Agreed. Or no, wait, did Piatti retire? Did he leave? Or he's still no, there? No, I think
2: he's still there. I haven't heard Okay, him put he a Rudy next
0: to Piatti. That's a pretty, but, pretty formidable um, attacking mid.
2: Saputo's lost patience now. He wants, like... He wants to spend money. He wants to get them in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I I think they're going to be a playoff team next year. Philly, I think, are on the up-and-up. Columbus, down down and down. Yeah, DC, up. NYC, down. Atlanta
1: United, I will say down, potentially. Well, we've
2: won everything. Well, um, won the-
1: I just think it's going to be a weird. I think it's going to be a weird hangover year. It's not to say we don't have a run at it. I'm just saying final standings in point totals.
2: I d- yeah, I don't think we win uh, the supporter. Shield I don't think either.
1: we're a supporter shield team but necessarily think- next year, but I think we're still in the run and in the mix for playoff contingents. So. I think
2: we make the playoffs. Absolutely,
1: we're definitely a playoff team even with the the <sighs> changes and Red Bulls. I think. May drop a spot or two. Um, I think to make that, room for that DC and Toronto surge. Next I think year. they're
2: the bottom, like Montreal, <laughs> Philly, New York, uh, NYCFC, Toronto playoff mix. You also got bottom part Yeah, of the you
1: also got to think about the fact that Atlanta United very well may have the Toronto syndrome next year if we go deep in Concacaf between Campione's Cup. Kaka Calf, Open Cup. We will be the team with the most games slated on their schedule next season. Well,
2: first off, open cup, just play Carlton for that one. <laughs>
1: just him. Just, just a him. starting one. Just so have...
2: You throw that one. If away. he can sober I mean, up enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if he can sober up. He's um, just
1: maybe he's getting ready for his maybe he's getting acquired by Orlando. I hear they have openings.
2: That's right. For... <laughs> just wait for his first DUI and then it's all done. <laughs> oh dear God. Um, no. I oh, think God. that uh yeah What was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's what I was going to say Open Cup, yeah, forget about that But the, the Champions League Do you say another one? Campiones Cup Campiones Cup um, hey, yeah, we, that, we, we That's going to be your first Do we, we
0: play River Plate in Campiones Cup?
2: I have no idea Is there a schedule out for that?
1: Somebody in the trap will know I don't know who we play I think so Because they just won, right?
2: The Le- Liga oh, we play
1: Champions.
0: the Liga's M- Liga MX champion, which is Tigres, right? No? Don't know. Oh, oh, the winner of Cruz Azul in America. All right.
2: Ooh, both of those are tough.
0: <gasps> are you guys going to... So Michael Ruiz is asking, just to kind of solidify this, because I don't necessarily agree with you guys. Make, uh, what makes y'all feel like we would be worse? Pity replaces, Martina, or, or Pity replaces Miggy and we have a third year of roster continuity, who would who would leapfrog us? Who's the only team? DC? DC, potentially Toronto. I, th-
1: I, I think if there's something to be said, not necessarily about the roster or the lineup, but all the things that take place throughout that. Because I think that if you think Atlanta is a team that's at the top of the conference, you also... By the transitive property, assume that they're going to go deep in CONCACAF.
0: What that means. Explain it to me like I'm five. Sports
1: math means that if if you think that they're good here, then obviously they're good there. So if you think they're going to enough to compete in the Eastern Conference and be at the top, you would think that they'd go pretty deep in CONCACAF. Those extra games, the extra wear and tear on the players, I think that all of that combined with a new coach, some new personnel, some new uh, chemistry to build up, even though these are good players. We saw that with Barco. Barco's a good player. Doesn't necessarily mean that he uh, performed to that level out the gate. So I think there's going to be a little bit of growing pains and stuff versus teams that have a pretty solid foundation. And if those p- parts and pieces are carrying forward into next season, I think we do get potentially jumped by
0: DC United or Toronto. So. Jonas, is that a question or is it a statement? He said, what Kevin is saying. <laughs>
1: I think he's saying he agrees with what
2: I'm saying. Uh, I'm not yeah. used to that. I've I got a hot take.
1: It's I weird. Think, Dan agreed with me last year. Did you say Jonas? you got hot snakes? Hot, hot snakes. Oh. It's, the, it's the... It's the... Fuck. What is this? Champagne. <laughs> Gets you bubble guts. I think... <laughs> you uh, the
2: bubble guts. I think the um, Champions League could be where Barco finally comes out and have his, has his moments. Since he's playing against South American teams. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's used to it, I guess, showing out. Yeah, we are playing against Costa Rican yeah, team. Yeah, Brittany,
1: Brittany S. agrees. We will not get a first round bye. Yeah. I don't think we go to the bottom. I Did, think we're in that third, fourth, maybe fifth place.
2: Do we want to hit the West? Or if just we're in third or fourth,
1: lead? I'm happy with that. I don't want to be in the knockout round of playoffs.
2: Well, you would be with the third and fourth. Are those knockout? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm you host so the so knockout round. I'm I so stupid. Only I'm the so first stupid. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. position yes. is going to get That's right. about a bye. That's right. A bye. A bye. Yeah. A Okay, so all right, San Jose. Oh shit, we're going to the Western uh, Western down. Conference. Uh,
0: San Jose is better than they were last year
2: with Almeida. Almeida. I just don't think that they're going to stay at the bottom. The new coach. I think that they are playoff contention. Ooh. Colorado Rapids. You said that they're playoff contention with Almeida. Yes.
0: Can they're,
1: Colorado just
0: get
2: Colorado Howard off of their team? Be the bottom.
1: If they can get
0: Howard off their team, I think they might have a shot at me. No, they, they, they do. How, Howard, Tim Howard, I believe, is going to play for the team that he owns, which is
1: if he, if Memphis they can, FC. And they
2: traded Zach McMahon. They,
0: they,
1: pick up so much, they pick up so much cash there to yeah. potentially rebuild. I don't know that I'm necessarily sold on them going to the bottom. They may go up one or two spots. I don't think that they climb all the way to the top. But I think that's huge for them considering how much they're paying him right now.
2: I think they're at the bottom. That's fine. We can disagree. Oh, no. Um, Minnesota United uh, can't stand Adrian Heath. I think he's bullshit. Um,
0: they, tra- they did a really poor job this season trading, trading away Chris, uh, Christian Ramirez.
2: Yeah, I mean, Adrian Heath just bitches and moans about the referees and the decisions and players tying up their shoes. And uh, I can't stand him. So I think it's well, going to Patrick's be. Well, saying
0: that Patrick Cancel saying that Colorado picked up Tim Howard's option. I could have swore he was going to go play because he uh, he's a partial owner of Memphis FC. I thought he, for for some reason he was going to go play for them.
2: Uh, he's trying to do a DDA Drogba. Yeah, he's, he's not that good. Uh, I think Minnesota and Colorado are going to fight it out for the bottom of the West. Houston Dynamo, damn, they finished ninth. Yeah. Good lord, how the mighty fell. They've got to go up. Uh, new manager. Ah. Uh,
1: Ellis is too good for them to be that low.
2: I think they go above the next team, Vancouver, and Vancouver are kind of around the bottom too.
1: Galaxy, depending on what happens with Zlatan, you saw them rise from the bottom up to that middle standing. If they keep him and maybe get a couple other pieces around him, I think they may go up one or two spots. I don't see them taking the top spot in the West, but depending on what happens around him.
2: Good shout if his latin stays. I don't think he does. I think they stay a middling team. I agree uh Real Salt Lake. I think they're going to be up. I, I agree. think they're going to be top four yep uh, Portland Timbers. Huh. I think they will be one or two FC Dallas I think they remain the same about fourth. Uh, LAFC I've, oh. I'll agree with you guys fighting yeah. out for one or two I Seattle I think they're down, down. Yep. I think they're mid-table Agreed. and S, um, SKC I'd say maybe top three
0: because SKC hasn't lost any pieces to my understanding
2: I do don't think they have. They have just generally been a well-run, yeah. managed team and have been able to keep oh, it Oh, Cincinnati. Together. I love that. I was oh, about Cincinnati. to say that's
1: a great, great point. Where does Cincinnati fall into the mix? I think
2: they are above Minnesota, and I think they are lower middle.
0: Well, Cincinnati's going to be in the East.
2: Yeah, but when you combine... Okay. <laughs> I think I think I think they're going to be. He's
1: making a bullshit because he yeah. did not think that through at all. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was like, oh, oh well, you know, if I just, make, if I world just world talk world. around this enough, you won't realize. Well, that they're going to
2: be better than Orlando. <laughs> um, I'd say, you but know, they
1: don't have the history, so how could they be?
2: Oh, that's right. God, it's going to be interesting. Talking. You know what? I think that we can help. Oh, and Nashville! Holy shit! No, that's twenty twenty. Oh, If they can get their shit together
0: and get their stadium uh, <laughs> financed and everything. That's, that's not right. happening.
2: So is 2020 Nashville yeah. and Miami coming? Yes. Okay. And then one more in the West, right? Yes.
1: No, that's 2021.
2: Um, I'd say middle table, lower middle. Eighth.
3: Eighth.
1: Okay.
0: I, I, well, I at least think that they finish. Is above. the schedule up yet? Orlando. No, no, get no, to schedule? no, I'm
1: ready. To, I'm ready to see when our game is against Nashville.
2: I hate their new logo. I wish they'd stuck with their old one. Who you,
1: FC Cincinnati?
2: Yeah. Whoa. I haven't Terrible. seen it. Can you pull it up. So, go to their. Um,
1: no, team. I don't want Nashville in the West. I like that Nashville will be in the East. Yeah,
0: that'll be fun. Yeah, they, it's. I, be, I imagine we'll end up having some sort of restructuring. Actually, I'm not even positive. I might so be Don talking about Did ass.
1: say that he's just, he's planning to cap the league at 28 games. That came out this past week in the state of the league address.
0: 28 uh, teams. What did I say? 28 leagues. Yeah, yeah 28 teams. Yeah. Uh, 28 games is what you yeah. said. Okay.
1: Which that's another thing. We don't know what we don't know definitively yet. What's going to happen with the restructuring of the games and the playoffs next year, either. So we should be getting updates on that any
2: day
0: now wait now Brittany is saying that cincinnati she thought that cincinnati was in west maybe they are but that would make 13 no, teams no, no, no. no. you're
2: you're, in, you're right they're in the east because the west has 12 the east is. and east then we're going to
0: restructure probably after that because the east is going to get pick up two more teams between right. nashville and miami
2: unless there is a west team that- and st
0: louis too is going to end up most likely getting an mls franchise from what, what i understand
2: Interesting. So, right now we're at 23 teams.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Go to the
1: Cincinnati logo. Now I definitely need to see it.
2: So, the first one, yes, it does, and it's nice. Yes,
1: I like that. What? Oh, that is so good. Which one? The Cincinnati logo. Pull it up. You got a window open here, Tim.
2: I don't think Tim's showing you the right one.
1: Oh, yes. I love me a good Netherlands logo.
2: (laughs) That one? (sighs) Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Tim, go Google their old one. Kevin, you'll see this, and then you're like, oh, the old one is far superior. Oh. Ooh. That is better. But where's the other one? Scroll down.
1: I like these. I like all of these. Oh, that is so good.
2: Yeah. They they should have stuck with that one. Oh, oh that go to, is go to that one. Go to that one.
1: Freaking awesome!
2: Look at that. That is. I beautiful. liked
1: the old, I liked that first one though with the orange background. That's awesome.
2: But it's better than what they got now.
1: Yeah, that's way better than what they have now. Either way, I still like it. Y'all know I love me some Netherlands. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Clampson. <laughs> Clamp.
2: Clampson. clampson <laughs> Clampy.
1: Jay, somebody get Kevin a Kleenex
2: uh all right so what else are we going to talk to oh i had
1: we have itunes ratings and reviews by the way
2: i have oh my gosh this part's gonna be like four hours long i have an interesting conversation that came up if we're okay to change yes. subjects, interesting conversation that was put to me by some people at work what is the mls championship worth to you would you give up a third of my liver check would you give up five MLS championships for a World Cup?
0: No. For the U.S. men's team? Yeah. Fuck yes, I would. No. Would you give it up for. An Kevin's those- not that heavily invested in the national <laughs> team, no, wait,
2: though. Wait,
1: wait, no, I know it. I'm finished. I'm not invested. It's the same thing with. Uh, would, you would give I up, give up five Clemson national championships for one Falcons championship? No. Would you give up?
2: <laughs> would you give up five? And that means you would have no Atlanta United championships, right? So, would you give up five for another Clemson title? No,
1: because I'm not.
0: <laughs> no, because I'm not going to have to. <laughs> that's not. That's not how hypotheticals work,
1: Kevin. <laughs> would I give up five Atlanta United championships for one Clemson? Yes. No,
2: I would not do that. So you would prefer Clemson has zero and United has five? I would. I, and
1: it's been a tough thing for me to address and to come to terms with
0: over this season. Are we saying we have to vacate the one from Saturday? Or are you talking about if yeah, we had yeah. another so five? so you,
2: you have, no, you have nothing.
0: Oh, no, I don't think I would. Yeah, I,
2: I yeah. I'm the same way. Someone someone was like, they were put into me, and I've thought about it, like if if I could give up Atlanta United champ, even if I gave up one Atlanta United championship for an England World Cup, I wouldn't do it. Because Atlanta United, I am completely invested in. It's my number one team. Right. And no team that I have followed has done this well. It
1: has infiltrated all aspects of my life now. Yeah. that's the That's been the di- the biggest difference maker for me from between, Cle- like, of course I love Clemson and I'm Such a big fan and follower, and I owe so much of where I am now based off of my experience there. But I can say the same thing in the past two years for Atlanta United and the people that I associate with and that we're friends with is is because of this team, this podcast, everything else around it. It's been great. Clemson is not that good. Five stripes to it.
2: If England won the World Cup, would you give up Atlanta winning the cup? Oh my God, Dean. I would not.
1: Clemson's going to st- lose to...
2: No, it's... it's this is um, the worst Clemson podcast ever. Notre, Notre Dame. This is the best timeline. Time um, <laughs> all right, cool. So... I would give up all
0: the Clemson national championships <laughs> for another Atlanta United uh, championship. Even a U.S. <laughs> Open Cup. I would give up <laughs> 1981 and I would give up 2016 or 2017 whatever it was for the U.S. Open up. Cup. The Lamar Hunt trophy. Bring it home. It's coming home, boys. I would
1: give up all Auburn trophies ever in every sport ever for one Orlando City Championship.
2: I would give up all the U.S. World Cups for one. <laughs> oh, no, wait a second. <laughs> um, anyway, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, managers. We spoke last week about GBS. We spoke last week about Jorge uh, Interesting. Interesting. Oh my Interestingly
1: God.
2: enough um I was reading more about sampiole and reading articles on why he would not be a good fit for the USMNT and sort of trying to understand what happened in the World Cup I think that the full picture has not been written uh, or painted and I think that he would actually be a decent value option because his stock is down right now. And we don't. Did you just mute me? <laughs> um, I think he. he has... No, nobody muted you. <laughs> he still. No, okay. Um, I think he could be a decent shout because of his experience. Now, I did read some stuff about, like, there's in his international game, like, he's got weird defensive. Um, strategies and he is not um, defensive enough and that's one thing that I feel like won us the title is our defensive strength but his club game is a little bit better where he's got time to sort of strike relationships with the players and if you're dealing with superstars like Lionel Messi then even a greater man can get overruled by By him and by the Argentine um, uh, Football Association. So I think Sampioli is probably a decent shout. Um, So the other thing I was looking at was comparing. So I was looking at Sampioli. I think he would be a decent shout. Um, GBS. I was looking, I was comparing Elena United's characteristics now. To Boca Juniors' characteristics, so
1: but doesn't Pity Martinez have
0: some bad blood with?
2: Yeah, but he's gonna be fine. CBS. He's gonna be so.
0: Wait, what does that matter? Pity plays for River Plate,
2: right? Because they're rivals, right? But, but they both. About oh, I, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but um, similarities. Strength in Land United and Boca Juniors both finish scoring chances. Remember when we were talking about that? That it was a good idea to. Finish your scoring chances. Uh, Defending set pieces, protecting the league, and the style of play, the similarities are attempting through balls often and playing in their own half. The interesting thing about GBS is he likes to rotate their first 11. And what we uh, criticized Martino quite often that he would not do that. He would not rotate and he would not play the kids. Now, I'm wondering how much of that was because... He is trying to develop this team. And if you are that early and you do not have a defined style Mm. dedicated to the league yet, that maybe if you rotated a a lot, you uh, would be a detriment to the uh, quick build of the team. Yeah. So it's interesting that he could do that. My only thing is I don't think he has... uh, well, I mean, he's had the big game experience as manager, GBS, um, and I don't think that he like tanked it or anything, because the first leg at home in Boca, that was a two-two draw, and then on the road, or by they, well, they were both on the road in Madrid. Yeah, Bernabeu. Even though they both lost, they both lost. Boca Juniors lost. It was, it was still a tightly contested game, and the scoreline of 3-1 is a little bit, like we were saying earlier, uh, Pity Martinez's yeah, dagger at the away, end was pretty, yeah. you know, it was kind of like an open goal shot. <laughs> so there are interesting similarities. Obviously, his style fits with what Lani United is trying to do. Um, I am concerned comparing Tata Martino's experience tactics with GBS's, I think he's only like five years experience. Of managing that's my concern yeah. but maybe he is the guy maybe that's what we need maybe you don't need all that experience to continue something you're not you're not what'll building be interesting something to see from is, the ground up you're trying to continue and build upon a foundation that's already been built
1: what'll be interesting to see both with uh, with pity and with whoever comes in to fill the coaching position is what precedents have been set with the staff and personnel that atlanta united has employed so far so the thought is because we've paid so much for Barco that we're automatically going to pay exponentially more for a player like pity because of tata martino's contract is it assumed that we're going to pay that much for another manager untested
2: what you saying GBS is untested?
1: Right. Well, what I mean is like oh, how do you trade experience. just in just in general whether it's GBS or Sampaioli like do you pay them the same amount as what you paid Tata considering all the things that Tata had to do and put into place and in motion from scratch you have a new coach that's coming in and yes shaping some of the team but a lot of that stuff is already in place and what mm-hmm. how much does that uh mean to you in dollars and cents.
2: You so know what I mean? I think this point in time, this this inflection point is more critical than when we hired Martino to build this team. Because we had a, I think it's easier to build on a blank slate, but I think it's exponentially harder. I agree to compound the success the team has. It's a great point, and to keep it going. It's a great point. So I would say they'd probably pay him more. So then that that I think
1: answers your question about GBS with his lack of experience. But that's,
2: I don't know whether he needs the same amount of experience to build. Um, to build a team from a ground from the ground up. Maybe he has the right. But it's not of just experience. that. But what what
1: about it? It's not just about his experience from a coaching standpoint, but his his experience and recognition from a player and recruiting standpoint. Because we know so much of what Atlanta United was able to do with the front office and with getting signings like Barco, and Miggy, and Martinez was based off of the Tata Martino name. Is GBS going to bring you that the same way that is
2: going to? No, but I think this is where I think the Almiron deal is so big, because and so important for the United and so important to like not agree to a loan. Because that precedent is going to show these top players in Argentina that atlanta united is a legitimate stepping stone because i mean that's how we've built it that's how we've sold it to players but now we've actually got to show that we can do it right
1: so should we get into pro rel for mls now
2: yes i'm just joking
1: (laughs) since we're coming up on two hours you want to round this thing off with these itunes ratings and reviews
0: too yeah i do like the shot for gabriel Heinze for for manager wow i haven't had that one some potential I've seen, um, like shot in the dark kind of rumors. Is it, he's if you want to talk about relatively untested as a manager? Uh, Where's he been at? He's down in Argentina, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, I could pull it up real quick. Um, kind of an Argentinian, Argentina, uh, legend or what have you? I, I legend. I guess I don't know. Uh, is he managing Velez? Yeah, he's managing Velez right now. So, where, um, that's right, where Assad is, or where Assad is contracted, and where Assad's dad was uh, uh, a legend at. But I don't know. It would be interesting. He definitely is a kind of a big personality. Um, maybe not in the same way that Senpaioli is, but.
1: Dirty Bird person, only negative about Sampaioli is no Five Stripes Messi. Would you guys take Messi at this point? Fuck you. Are you
0: kidding? You realize he is what he is only a, he's my he's, he's my age. I know, I know, I know. I get all of that. People, are, oh, Messi's having a down year. Suarez not, is having a down year. They're number one and two in goals. In, I'm not talking about in Spain. I'm not talking about
1: them or their talent level. It's not that. It's about what Atlanta United's managed to do so far and to build success without having to pay for the Zlatan or the Wayne Rooney or the Lionel Messi. It's not about their quality. Clearly, he's a great player. What I mean is 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 signing a Messi or Rooney or Zlatan a step backwards for what Atlanta United has managed to do so far.
0: Messi, R- Rooney, yes. Zlatan, yes. Messi, no. Okay. Messi's still the like one of the two transcendent players on the planet. So Fair point. Um all right. I need, I get to read this review. Because you guys just talked for a half hour.
1: I'm sorry. It was more Dan than me, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> All right. This is ridiculous. you got to fix the iTunes iPod or the podcast app so we can, we can sort this. More plastic than a Lego factory. Five stars by Alex B. I said, I've been waiting a while to post this review, but, it's, but as it's Cup Week, I figured it was time. This cup is, Week! This is a podcast. More plastic than the women on Real Housewives of Atlanta. These hosts rarely show up, and the schedule seems to be organized by the folks who organize the MARTA timetables. Three, quote-unquote, three, quote-unquote, hosts, Kevin, Tim, and Dan? (laughs) And then in parentheses, I've listened since May of 2017, and I'm not sure this Dan guy exists outside of being um, a foreign accent, or foreign accent pasty white Tupac hologram (laughs) who Kevin and Tim used to be more, who who Kevin and Tim use to be more, quote-unquote, diverse apparently quote unquote talk and discuss about atlanta united this show immediately raises in quality when its plastic motley crew of pretend quote unquote supporters are trying to be or trying to get a buzz on rather than when all two i refuse to believe dan is real and holograms uh, can't get drunk hosts are sober <sighs> If you want quality transformers, discussion tactics, hot takes, or any discussion at all about Atlanta United, do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> I really think this podcast is for a niche, or a niche crowd of architect alcoholics who like uh, trying to make it clear to their friends that they are, in fact, architects. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's this been my life. This
1: show has had every bit of that in it. We yes. talked about the ADA <laughs>
0: shit. Everything yeah. else on there I think i 've had to i 've had and listened to more engaging and intelligent conversations with college freshmen who were cross for the first time <laughs> than i 've ever heard here. Do not listen, go ahead, and read jaden smith 's Twitter feed from two thousand sixteen <laughs> because that will give you more insight on, on Atlanta United than this podcast oh, has great. slash ever will i'd put in a bunch of emojis for the host to read for this review, but that would uh, that would let them get away. With filling up more empty airtime, And I'm not going to give them that satisfaction <laughs> How many great. stars? Five <laughs> <laughs> Jay Riddle, my HB4D
1: review Needs more Dan talking in Russian accents More C words from Tim And more brown liquor, Kevin <laughs> Am I
0: going to pass this around or you just want me to read the no, other two? No, go ahead Okay, world class, five stars by Justin I, and I, Chai I, City I'm read one Okay, <laughs> no, oh, you, you, can re- you can read the top yeah. one it's a, it's, a, it's a redo, I guess we are truly blessed to have such world class talent to talk about our little team. I wish the Dunwoody Gator Club could get such <laughs> oh, talent.
2: Fucking hell, I know what that is.
0: <laughs> and then the top one is you, Dan. And it is a re review by this guy or, or gal. Uh,
2: sw- swicker for Life. Pretty sure that's Rob Swick. Uh, getting more polished every show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Dan, two pack hologram, James. Yeah, that's what my children call me. It's but I agree that got with. Good you uh, life tattoo.
0: I agree with Dirty Bird person. Where I thought it was a hologram of John Oliver. My bad. <laughs>
2: <sighs> I am tired. Holy shit! It's been a hell of a. You season. guys sobered up yet? Yeah. Okay. Just about. Oh, I've been drinking my. What do you mean uh, from this local Georgia Montaigne? This is basically just Lacroix with.
0: An alcohol spritzer. It's a LaCroix liqueur.
1: It's 12% alcohol in this whole bottle, which Dan and I managed to finish. But
0: Holla! It's
1: like we both had two beers.
0: <laughs> it's 12% body uh, blood
1: alcohol level. It's, it's actually 12% brute uh, cologne <laughs> mixed Funny into so- uh, champagne-flavored liqueur. Funny
0: story. Brute is not cologne. It's aftershave. Oh. and my dad used to carry because my being in the military my dad was always clean shaving going to work he would have a bottle in his console in his car and one day it just <laughs> poured out and for months it smelled gloriously of oh my brute in that oldsmobile oh god what was what kind of car was that it had weapons grade uh air conditioning in it like a Pretty sure they took some sort of restrictor plate off. And freeze it frees you. Good God! It's like whenever you whenever you turn a air can or the the keyboard. Oh, the air keyboard thing, spray. You just the, touch you the turn bottom it upside of down, it, down and you and then you spray locks it. off yeah. of the door.
2: It's a real America right there. <laughs> Kevin and Dan need to play it safe and crash on Tim's casting couch. Thanks, Kendra Brock. That's a good point. After Dark episode coming up. After next. Dark. Oh, Orlando, it's going to be fun next season. I wonder if they'll beat us next season. No. Do you think we'll play them three times again with Cincinnati coming in? I doubt it. I it's hope not. Too-
0: and then we won't have some team uh, just left out of the final day of the season like Real Salt Lake was yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. It was very odd. Yeah, it really was. I don't even know how you do that math to get everybody the same amount of games played and then they, yeah. they don't play on the last day. All right, so the season may be over. The cup
1: may be won. We have a break until preseason starts. We've got about a month and a half. That doesn't mean that Home Before Dark or its content providers will stop working in the meantime. You can check out Unrelegated, a podcast with Jay Riddle and Kelly
0: Francis. Buy two people for two people for all the people. With one cup. One cup.
1: And you can check out... One Mills. cup of
2: Kelly's wine.
1: Yeah. One bottle uh, You can check out Mills has Fred's With our buddy Christian Mills And we're gonna Keep coming back We've got some fun shows Some fun uh, characters Lined up We'll open up The call lines One night We didn't do A Thanksgiving Things we're thankful For show Like we did last year Where we called I'm in I'm thankful for A Lenny
2: win The fucking cup No man. shit
1: man Uh, so yeah, we want to make sure that you guys all have a voice and thanks to everybody that sent us, uh, Instagram story posts. That was a lot of fun doing that leading up to the cup. We had a lot of fun putting that together and we got a couple other shows. The schedule is going to be a little bit more sparse with the holidays. Uh, Clemson has a national championship to win, so there's playoffs to be seen there. I know a lot of you dog fans will be paying attention whenever they play. No, never mind. Sorry. Um,
0: (laughs) did Bama drop out? No. Oh, oh. What, what are you talking about, then?
1: You know, they, they lost. Oh, wait. No, they didn't lose to Georgia. So that's why they stayed in the playoffs. After- I was
0: talking about you thinking Clemson was going to win.
1: Oh, um. I thought you were talking about Georgia. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, we have some more shows lined up in the coming weeks. It won't be a regular show, but be sure to stay tuned to twitter or on youtube you hit that little bell icon and the subscribe button and you will get notifications whenever we do go live be sure to leave those ratings or reviews however many stars or words they may be to hear them read aloud on the show you can find all of us on twitter dan where can they find you at
2: you can find me at dnjms.
0: tim you can find me at t-i-m-h-e-r-b find me as well
1: at home before dark that's home before spelled B the number four. And dark, rarely on my personal account anymore these days. I just use the HP4D platform to say anything <laughs> I want to say. You say, ooh,
0: look at all them followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <Ooh>. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in More people to listen to my bullshit.
2: <laughs> I'm in the zone where I'm above 250 and then I'm below 250. And then I'm above 250 <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm below well, all, hey, Michelle.
0: Stuff. Michelle ordered a uh, Kings of the South hat from Angie's Etsy shop today.
2: Nice.
0: That's awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, just yeah. like just like this guy right here.
1: You got the Kings of the South hats and shirts in AngieCakoma.etsy. com. Be sure to help pay for that wedding.
0: <laughs> and she put up hoodies uh, yesterday. With she put a star on the nice on the crown.
1: You could check out. Nice. Uh, yeah. Get Home Before Dark forward slash shop to get your Unite t-shirts and make sure that there is another season of this show. Who knows if we can't pay for the hosting fees and to keep the lights on, Um, much less we got a pretty, pretty tall uh, tab over here with our alcohol budget. It just goes up more and more every season, it seems like.
0: Yeah. At least I'm the make weight here. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't even finish your
1: bottle. Come
0: oh, on, man. Damn. That's so much high-fructose corn syrup. My just gout is just you
1: flare up. You got fused for a reason, man. <laughs> I didn't
0: gout, get both of them done.
1: Yeah. My gout's going to flare up. Get all your bones fused together. Just make it into a flipper.
0: We got to meet up. Yeah, Gio, we got to meet up at some point, man, uh, yeah. one of these days. Yeah. I'm, I haven't met you. I haven't met up yet.
1: Thank you, guys. Hell of a regular season. Hell of a playoff season. Hell of a cup. Um, <laughs> hell of a show. It's a long one. It was worth it. Worth every bit of it. I don't want to stop. I don't want. I don't want to close. <laughs> Five
2: stripes. Don't stop. I don't. We don't I, stop. We won the cup. We won the cup. I feel suck it, Orlando. I feel like this is
1: this is our own way to keep that last little bit of <laughs> magic it, yeah. of the cup. Like once
2: this podcast ends, my my cup and my season really comes to a close. Well, that the thing is, we're gonna still have the MLS Cup because we won it. Did you see that picture of Joseph Martinez with the five trophies that he won? I know. It's more than Orlando has won in (laughs) their season in the US. Even with the
1: ones that they claim (laughs) that they don't have ownership to, which is great.
2: Uh, I know. And they won't have any leg to stand on anymore. My only thing is Mets and Portland fans, they were great. And they said, welcome to the one-star club. And I said, thanks, but I'll see you in a few years. And we won't be in the same club anymore.
1: All right, I love it. Chop that tree, boys. We got us some wood. I <laughs> like it. Love the hell out of you guys. Thanks for checking us you out. You guys
0: didn't know that. as actually Kevin went and sawed off a piece of the uh, the log.
1: Yeah, it's the softest wood. It was uh, Douglas fir, so didn't hold up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to, to say. We won the cup. Suck it. Suck it, MLS. Suck it, all you teams.
0: Suck.
3: It
2: <laughs>
0: Bye guys Hey,
1: as always Be home before dark
2: So it <laughs> Love seven days We crawl up to the ground Love seven since we were just like a crown.